Live from Cool Boys Central. You can be the boss down there. I'm boss up here. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the Cool Boys. Just a young boy. What? <gasps> what? <gasps> so cool. Cool? Cool. So cool. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I see Cool Boys. Greetings, Cool Boy Nation, <laughs> and welcome to a special installment of the Cool Boys Podcast. Been a while. Uh, you know what I ways say? <laughs> Damn. Gotta be careful where you fall. It's true. I'm Felk. Black guy says that. Oh, and I'm Ballard. Uh, no, we didn't do any like Spider-Man names or anything Black, for true. this. <laughs> So cool! And Cool Boy Nation, if you want to reach out and touch a cool boy, email us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. This episode, we'll be discussing what was formerly known as Spump. So many pictures universal of Marvel characters. But Good. now, moving forward, will officially be called the SSU or SSMU, Sony's Spider-Man Universe. So we'll forgo our cool boy updates and get right into Spider-Man. No way, homo. And all <gasps> the fabulous spoilers he has given us. Oh, they. They're they a little late us. on this one because it was the holidays and we were just playing GTA. But we're back GTA. in the studio. GTA. We got uh, Johnny back with us. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, uh, shut up. <laughs> so so we're, we're back recording episodes. And this episode, we're going to talk. Well, Ballard's just going to list Sinister Sticks characters. For like 45 minutes, it sounds like. That's it. That's all we're doing. We're talking about Sinister Six. Ballard never got diagnosed with OCD, so he doesn't know how to treat it. So he has to count the six over and over again. I was told as a kid by my mom all the time, you're just lazy. Over and over again. That was the diagnosis I got as a kid. So... Not when it comes to counting to six, when it comes to Spider-Man villains. Mm. You take your time and you count the six, even if there's only five in the movie. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. We got six Sinister Six. Um, okay. Wait. No, no, no. We're not going to talk about Sinister Six first. You are, eventually. We will eventually. Of course, my baby. But, no. First, first, we are going to rank our ratings <laughs> of the past Spider-Man films in the Spider-Man franchise. Now, we are going to... I shouldn't say rank our ratings because that's actually wrong. But we're just going to d- say our ratings uh, that we've done in past episodes because we've covered all these Spider-Man films so many times. Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, uh, spoiler cast. Um, but this one, yeah, we're just going to say them. So, Felk, if you have that ratings and rankings document up, you can just read yours. I'll just read mine. B becomes uh, the first uh, second letter of the alphabet. It's before the F, so I'll go first. Um Spider-Man, I gave a three what? out of five boys. You're Felk. You're F. I'm B. I'm Ballard. Okay. Yeah. I'm so high right now. Yeah, there you go. I was like, uh, why did you say all that? Just say, I'll go first, and then I'll be like, okay. But no, I, I'll, let's let's play the alphabet. Let's discuss alphabetization <laughs> and such. Well, the Coke and vodka helps. Usually when I'm super stoned. Doing coke on the air now. All right. Oh, coke and vodka, baby. Yeah, I love it. All right. R- rim the glass. Rim the glass and coke. You, you, do I go? Are you doing all of them, or do down. I do I go? No. What's your okay? Okay, start over. Let's just start over. Right. This the is so podcast. Sloppy. All right. It's so sloppy. Greetings, cool boy nation. I'm not back, do- uh, no, I'm not really sorry. Are you, 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 
Okay, here we go. So Spider-Man. Yeah. We've three. done this three times now. This is the third time we've raked all these movies. So Yeah, but we're reading these ones fast. We're not going to go to other episodes. Like I said, Spider-Man uh, Homecoming and Far From Home spoiler cast for more on this. But to get through it fast because it's actually poignant uh, for the first time actually ever. Um, Spider-Man, like I said, three out of five boys felt for you. I don't think that's what you. that means. What? What do you look at? Poignant, poignant means evoking a keen sense of sadness or regret. So not that's not the only definition of it. Uh, there's other. There's an archaic definition, which is sharper, pungent, and taste or smell. There you go. That's what I was using. Uh, a, pertinent, I think, is the word you meant. Who knows? Yeah. Or poignant. Fine. Go ahead. Continue. Spider Man. You what? gave. No, I already said three out of five boys. You oh. don't want to give your rating for some reason. Uh, four and a half. No, it was no. You, God damn it! Look at the document. <laughs> You've already given it. You can't change it. What document? Which, it's, it's there. It's right there. Ratings and rankings. You give it four and a half. You give it four out of five. Where's this ratings and rankings doc? Oh my god. Under oh. show outlines, random docs, artwork, random, themes. random. I love that you just discussed. By the way, last episode was the first time I ever listened to episode two thirty seven. Mm-hmm. The episode I wasn't in, and I love that you discussed the documents in there. In fact, you even read the Corey document, which <laughs> doesn't even matter because Corey's not in the episode. There was no reason to read it at all. But okay, I love you spent like a few minutes on that. That was fun. Where Have you listened to that? I see Star Wars. I see DCU. I see MCU. I see Phase Four. I see John Travolta. Oh, uh-huh. Spider Man. There you go. I only give it. Yeah, I get four out of five. All right, fine. Yeah. Okay. You, you said four point five out of five right now. That's I fine. mean, you could, are you going to up it? Are you changing it? No, I, I'm trying to do this by memory and it's by feel. I don't know. Okay, well, Spider Man Two. Th- I'm three out of five boys. Stayed the same for me. It, like I, I never felt. Like, I understand why people love it, but you know. Are you talking about it? Though? It's just not so special. Uh, I, I think as everyone thinks it is. But anyways, you five you out of five. I think it's one of the best, if not the best, comic book movies ever made. I mean, obviously, it's a different world now with the MCU, but whatever. Hmm. All right, Perfect so Spider-Man, movie. Spider-Man 3, I gave 3 out of 5 boys. Uh, surprisingly liking this equally as the rest, but meaning that I guess I like this more than the fans because the true fans like Felk gave Spider-Man 3. Yeah, 2 out of 5, which is even Sam Raimi like, acknowledges he made mistakes and it's ABI Rad's fault. Yeah, okay. You know, it was fun. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I thought Sam Man was wonderful. Uh, I think... Oh, excuse me. Sorry. I, I, I have fled. I might have coronavirus, actually. I might have oh, the, no. the, the, the quantum or whatever it's called. Oh, my the, God. Uh, Omicron. Got, oh, no. Omicron, uh, Perseus, uh, whatever. Well, Omicron, five. Perseus, I ate is from I Futurama. Ate? Oh, that's the worst one. Omicron is the... Uh, is a Transformers character. And so does Unicron. So cool. Oh, my God. You know me so well. Yeah. uh, I love it. Then we move on to Amazing Spider-Man. Now, I gave this a four out of five, boys, because, oh, my God, I was actually happy... I felt like Spider-Man was yeah, grounded the way than I wanted any of the Sam Raimi movies. I guess. Yeah, I thought it was grittier. I like, I liked it. I enjoyed the 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 playing with this new tone a lot. I like the I liked I liked the Spider-Man quite a bit. I and I really liked Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I like Andrew Garfield a lot too. It's it's really sad that he he didn't he never got his due. I felt like he got his due in two films and great no, movies. Because the first one was an unnecessary uh, redo of the first Spider-Man. Like, but they, with the lizard, they wanted to do a, a Spider-Man Begins, a Batman Begins. But the problem is, is that the origin story was already 
fleshed out fine in the first Spider-Man. So it was weird to have another origin story. Like it was 12 years later. Not <gasps> even that. It was 10 years later. No. Wait, Amazing the... Spider-Man was like, wait, what are you talking Amazing about? Amazing Spider-Man was 2012. First Spider-Man was 2002. So we were right. getting the, yeah, the 10 years, yes. and, and three was in 2007. So it was like so fucking weird to have a reboot that fast. Dude, they went faster if you think about it, from 2015 Amazing Spider-Man 2 to fucking Spider-Man in Civil War. Yeah, but they did, but they but they didn't co- recover any of of the material no. that, the, that the other movies had. And Kevin Feige's uh, been recently, um, you know, out there interviews even stating as such and being like, you know, we purposefully avoided every single villain and character storyline that you've seen in the previous movies. And, and, it know, was more all the Uncle Ben shit. Having the Uncle Ben stuff happen again was what... But they didn't go back into the well when it was, came to any of the other villains, yeah. ex- so, with the exception of this movie, No and, Way Home. Andrew Garfield, even though he's great, the, the his first movie is an unnecessary retread of something we already had fine, and then the second film was just a setup for all these fucking movies that never got made. So wait, I gave it four out of five, boys. Amazing Spider-Man. I gave it three out of five. I, I like I like Emma Stone a lot. She's perfect. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. Uh, in, in the role. And, and their, and their uh, chemistry Not is amazing. physically. Sure, but like, but but Emma and Andrew's chemistry as Peter and Gwen is perfect. Yeah, they, is. they actually fucked in real life, which is, I mean, they should have to do that. You should have to do that. Well, that's, I mean, that, that's same with Zendaya and Tom. I mean, they, same exact thing. They say, fucked in real life, therefore, it adds to the chemistry to the characters um, of Michelle uh, Jones, Watson, and Peter Parker. Um, but um, Amazing Spider Man 2, yeah. unfortunately, Gwen dies, and I think their relationship is. The best part of that entire film. In fact, I think Gwen's death is the best part of that movie, or that whole process leading to it is the best part of that whole film, that whole arc, because it it is so well set up. I mean, not not everything is so well set up in that film. It's really bad, actually. But um, Electro is kind of laughable. The dubstep, the around Electro, the itsy bitsy spider, or, or like that he thought was he improv was so amazing is not good. But the arc of Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker's love, and then leading to her death, amazing. Um, yeah, the but I would give. Is, oh, it's good. I was gonna say I, I give it Amazing Spider-Man um, two, two out of five boys. I give it one out of five. Apparently, I guess I'll stand by that. Uh, maybe I might elevate some of these movies now because we now have this compendium piece, and <gasps> and and that that gives a little bit of closure both to Electro and to Andrew Garfield via the Gwen Stacy thing, even though it's like only like one. 10 second scene it's still enough to at least give a little bit of elevation to amazing spider-man 2 but yeah that one out of five came from uh the movie is just a mess in terms of tone it's it's all over the place it's setting up things that we knew would never happen even as we were watching it um i think it was pretty at that point like i mean i saw it like uh when it came out to streaming i didn't see it in theater so by the time i actually watched it I knew that the movie was not a financial success or a critical success, and Sony pretty much at that point had, had abandoned any hope to uh, to make good on all those backpacks of things that people would would make people Spider-Man villains. We got a Doctor Octopus backpack. We got a Vulture backpack. Yep, yep, exactly. Yeah, they yeah they had the the Rhino suit and everything. Yeah, so Amazing Spider-Man series was leading up to a Sister Six film. We've talked about this many times. A Sister Six film that was going to be. Dr. Kirk Connors' Lizard, Max Dillon's Electro, Harry Osborn's Green Goblin, Alexei Satsovich's Rhino, Doc Ock, played by, you know, Otto Octavius and Vulture, I guess Adrian Toomes. But we never got those actual characters. No, um, never cast, never, never, we never know. The, the casting that we yep. did have, though, 
was Mary Jane was going to be Shailene Woodley. Yes, correct. And that, yes. no, thank you. I think she's beautiful. Uh, Gustav Frears. It's also, not so much that she's unattractive. It's that she's. What is your favorite Shailene Woodley? Like, she's not good. Like, she's no Emma Stone. That's such a huge downgrade. Oh, uh, yes, I see what you mean. They, yeah, they definitely were going with a, a, a much different approach at uh, Mary Jane. They've never really done the comic accurate Mary Jane, right? Because it's kind of unattainable, the, the idea of the perfect, beautiful supermodel redhead. I mean, it, it's, it's not, it doesn't not exist. Of course, those women exist everywhere. Yeah. But just finding one that matches, I guess, the, the acting needs and, you know, has the right agent and managers. That's the, that's the hardest part about it. Gustav Fears was uh, cast as the gentleman, and he was essentially going to be the evil Nick Fury that was going to uh, align the Sinister Six. And, the, and that was going to be the next film. And then after that was going to be Amazing Spider-Man 3. Unfortunately, that all ended, and we jump-started into 2016, like I said, into Spider-Man in the MCU, which it did feel fresh, even though it was like a year later. It did feel fresh. It was a new... It felt okay because they weren't retreading anything and because it was now in the MCU as a different context. Not only not retreading, but only breaking new ground because there was, yeah, MCU. This is... Watch Spider-Man interact with Captain America. Watch him interact with Tony Stark. Watch him have a, a, a relationship with Tony Stark. Look, I mean... Sexual. Have him, like, have him have these, like, you know, growing situations around him and his engagement especially like the way he's in- introduced in Avengers uh, Infinity War yeah. uh, on the bus that's amazing with his spidey sense and his, and his going up on his arm that's amazing but Spider-Man uh, Homecoming which would be the next in the franchise I gave four out of five boys mm-hmm. I love that movie I, I, I don't I'm not going to give it five out of five boys I'm going to keep it with my old rating but I mean it is right there it is peak I mean it is so it's so fucking close to five out of five boys for me I love that film and Felk what'd you give it four out of five apparently yeah you gave it four out of five as well you liked it as well um definitely listen to our spoiler cast for Spider-Man Homecoming it will uh obviously we get way more in depth into Homecoming in our opinion on that film um look going looking at that movie going forward into No Way Home yeah I don't think there was much. I mean, there's all obviously little, like, you know, winks and nods to Homecoming. But, I mean, it didn't seem like Homecoming was, was much of a, a of a player in this. And usually when you get trilogies in, like... It's not uh, a trilogy. I mean, you can call it... It's technically a trilogy. You can call it a trilogy. But, like, it's a trilogy with, like, several other movies worth of events happening in there. It doesn't work as just a trilogy because in Infinity War and Home and Endgame, Home Game, or so... Uh, are so important to the the second movie, like I think I think so. Yeah, for sure, you're right. Like definitely, at least Infinity War, right? I mean, Endgame. You just need to know that he returns. Infinity War is huge, right? It's a major. You need to know he returns, but also that like the entire world has now changed. Yes, and you need to understand though that he bonded with Doctor Strange there, like that. Otherwise, how does if you were to follow this the trilogy of films. You would have no idea yeah, how there's he a, met Dr. There's, there's, I mean, uh, on paper, whatever, but, like, in terms of narrative, it's not, like, a trilogy trilogy. Like, it's the Star Wars trilogy, trilogy, the Indiana Jones trilogy. It's not a trilogy trilogy. It doesn't it's work It's a trilogy of, his, of, of Peter Parker's actual arc and essentially his franchise. That's, that's what it is, right? Yeah, not, I guess. It's, it's, it's going through school because every time he's interacted outside of his arc, it has almost nothing to do with school. Civil War, he's able to get away and go to Germany for a while, you know? He, he, Infinity War, he just jumps out of the bus and he's gone and no one cares like it does you know there's there's been like no real acknowledgement to going to school other than that in and and uh and his like mcu uh debuts no you don't want that in the, in the, in the so um uh far from home 
I gave it a four out of five boys. Uh, Felk, you gave it a... Apparently two and a half. Or two no, two, is, just two. No, two. Yeah, two out of five. I don't know. I gave it, a, I gave it two and a half probably now, but... I, you would? I, yeah. I, I, again, I, I just kind of didn't like the movie all that much. It raised a lot of moral questions that I didn't uh, find it had acceptable answers to. Uh, and uh, in terms of, of Tony Stark apparently just having authority to murder people. Oh, my God. Drug. Yeah. You get into it in our spoiler cast all about that. I definitely think it's still to this day. I think that's part of the story is that like Tony is this accidental villain, this guy that's fucking up and is with bad choices. He makes bad choices all the time. Age of Ultron, I thought, was the even like, you know, the the foundation of that in a lot of ways. Other than the fact that Stark Industries was used for like weapons that were used to kill innocent civilians by the Ten Rings. A lot of my negativity to it also comes from um it just it was like that was the first post in-game MCU movie. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's it's Spider-Man so it's significant, but it's like okay, but like where are we going? Where are we heading now? And uh now post I haven't seen the Turtles yet. That's my only MCU blind spot at this point, except for I guess the um wh- what, 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 if? what ifs, yeah. What uh, if is actually a little important to some of the stuff we're going to talk about tonight, funny enough. I'm there is sure. actually some of this in there, but not too much. Um, go ahead, finish your thought, please. I don't remember what I was going to say. Okay, well, I will say this. Um, I did give it four out of five boys when we rated it. Um, in that uh, spoiler cast, I, to this day, this is a lot like Black Panther, where, you know, by the yeah, end of, of the Black Panther spoiler five, cast, yeah. I'm a, I was a five out of five. At the end of the spoiler cast, I literally gave Black Panther five out of five. Beginning, I was like four, 4.5, I forget which. But I am now far from home, a five out of five. This is the movie in the house where we put it on. And everyone eventually makes their way to the television and then sits down and no matter what part of the film they're watching, will sit and watch the whole movie through. And it gets everyone still laughing. It still has the right amount of humor. It has the right amount of love. It's got the right amount of action. It's pulling all four quadrants. It is great. I love Happy Hogan in it. I love the... Yeah, you love everything in it. (laughs) Dude, I love MJ. I like how MJ even grows in this film to like an actual character because she's barely a character in Homecoming. No, she's just quips. Night Monkey is amazing and Mysterio (sighs) is a fantastic villain Uh and he brings so much new shit to it. And the whole process of Mysterio's like... You know, uh, illusion uh, to the to, to gives to Peter and puts that incredible like you know, Doctor Strange esque like kind of you know uh, abstract world together. It was amazing. It was so beautiful to see. I I give it a five out of five today. Far from home. A lot of people will also comment about Far from Home. They talk about how like the first act or they'll say like the first half depends like you know where they stand in it. Kind of they feel like it's a little bit messy or it's slow. I I can understand that. But I really dig it. Like, I think I'm really in it the whole way through. And I think that was a similar criticism that was given to No Way Home uh, as well from a lot of, like, critics and whatnot, people on the internet, where they say, like, the first half of No Way Home sucks or is the weakest part of it. It is. And then, and then the back half is actually the best part of it. And it I can is. And I can agree that's true, but I actually really like that first half of No Way Home a lot, um, which but, we can get into in a moment. Yeah, okay. Um, Venom. Venom. Uh, I don't think Venom doesn't have Spider-Man in it, so I don't know what. what so. it, it, well, it's part of the series, so we can just discuss it if you want, or no. No, let's just give it. We've, we've done full. We've done full things. Just, just give your boys. Okay. Well, the boys. No, let's just take Venom out. No, we should do Venom. Venom. I gave three point five out of five boys. Yeah. And you gave it four and a half. 
Four and a half out of five boys. And then Venom, Let There Be Carnage, I gave four and a half out of five boys, and you gave it? Uh, three, 3.5. Out of five boys. Oh, my God, we switchies. I liked it, we, though. We switchies. Oh, my God. I, I guess Morbius it. is going to be on that list then, too. There's a Spider-Man Someday. poster. Someday. Somebody wants time. Yeah, so uh, Morbius. I'd, Morbius is a really... Let's have a second for Morbius, actually. I know. Felk, what the fuck is going on with Adrian Toomes in that and Peter Parker, uh, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man being on, like, poster art behind him? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a problem, and, and what may, is going maybe, on? maybe the movie will address it, but, but I'm guessing that it's just a matter of, like, people not... At, at, at Sony not knowing what they were doing because Sony's the, pulling the, a fox right, they're I'll, pulling a fox right let me, now let me right? do it Venom Ooh. they kept it ambiguous as to whether or not it was in the MCU there was no indicators right. that it was but they could also right. retcon it as if they maybe it was in the MCU can't do that with Let There Be Carnage because that's post in-game and it's it's too big the the snap and, and reverse snap is too big a deal to not have that be in the world building now the universe has changed enough that you either, you have to definitively say it or, or not say it, and they did. And, and, and at the end, very, I mean, they, they they didn't address it till the very end when they addressed yes, this was a different universe, and oh shit, uh, the the uh, the Tom, um, wait, Tom Hardy Hardy, it's the, it's the Tom Holland. Uh, there's too many. The Tom Hardy Venom. Tom's the new Chris baby teleports into. The MCU. Now, at the time, they make it look like it's Venom doing it through his Venom interdimensional powers. Maybe it was actually uh, Doctor Strange's spell, but that doesn't really work because... Maybe that, it was Loki. The spell was supposed to bring in people who knew Peter Parker was Spider-Man, and that and the Tom Hardy Venom had no idea. He doesn't know what a Spider-Man is and doesn't know who Peter Parker is. So that wouldn't have brought him in. I have answers for that. Although the the spell may have also brought him back to his dimension at the end of No Way Home. We'll we'll discuss that, I guess, later. Um, But in the Morbius trailer, it makes it clear that this is taking place in the world of Venom because he knows who Venom... He he, he addresses Venom when he does a scary face and like, I'm Venom. Just kidding, I'm Morbius. Uh, and and the cops at one point are like, "This is the strangest thing that happened since the San Francisco Venom situation." Venom, but that adrenaline. Adrian Toomes from <gasps> Homecoming is yeah. also in the trailer, talking to Morbius, being like, "Hey, what's up? What's that about?" I dealt with Spider Man, and there's a Spider Man poster, but it's a poster of the art from the second Tobey Maguire Spider Man Two game. <laughs> Right, yeah, right, exactly. It's the cover art, yeah, right? It's, the cover, it's, it's, it's not even the cover art from one of the movie posters. It's the poster from the Spider-Man 2 game, which, of course, had the voice of uh, Tobey Maguire, but didn't take Great canonically game. were in their own universe because, like, events happen that don't happen in the, the movies. Love those movie games. By They're the way, right. that is one of the best movie-to-game transfers, whatever, Ever Spider Man, yeah, because it's GTA Spider Man, basically. Exactly, I love GTA so much. Uh, what's weird is that it takes place kind of in the in the movie world, but also has its own events and stuff. So, it's, there's it's, one thing about Ballard, you know, it's I love GTA. He does, uh, and those fat cats in Washington. Yeah, I love those fat cats, baby. So yeah, uh, Morbius is a, is a, has a whole problem, right? I think Morbius was made on the assumption 
that the Venom movies were always taking place in the MCU and nobody bothered to tell anybody making no, it. No, I think Morbius was made on the assumption of someone like doing cocaine off of a stripper's ass and was like, oh yeah, vampires are so hot right now. My granddaughter is so into Twilight and Twilight's like so over and no one even cares anymore. Yeah, I don't think I don't know what's going on with that. It's like this weird emo trailer. I love. I mean, I actually do like the trailers. Not bad, but I mean, it's just. Uh, I I think here's the thing. I think Jared Leto is going to knock it out of the park and make an amazing Morbius film, and we're all going to hate him for it. But it's going to be great. I think it's going to be great. I don't know. I don't want it to be great. Honestly, I want it to suck. I want it to be a piece of shit. Yeah. But it's going to be great. Ugh. Watch it be amazing. And we love it. I'm serious. I bet this movie is amazing. I, the, it's the director of Life, the 2017 movie that I thought was actually like this underrated gem of a movie that was a, a modern day alien. So uh, it, we'll, we'll watch see. it be good. Watch it be good. No, dude, seriously. I think it's got like this right magic going behind it. Like this last trailer I saw, or was it like an extended clip? It may have been an extended clip. I was like, dude, this is not bad. This is actually fucking like really good action for like a van and it's like yeah. scary in the wikipedia cast thing it says that, so matt smith i guess is the villain right matt, matt smith, smith is always the villain and then cut out of a movie though who knows he, he might not even be in he's it. in the trailer so he i, I don't think they re- cut him out he was in return to the skywalkers or whatever he, he, he was of course doctor who and his companion was karen gillen according to wikipedia karen gillen uh was the one who t- who convinced matt smith to do the movie because she's like you should totally join the mcu he wanted so he wanted to be part of the oops. mcu and i'm like <laughs> uh up. oops yeah oops <laughs> i mean like wrong mcu he, you should have SS- looked in that, that 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 more he was the ssmu but yeah but he doesn't know that because he's like oh look it's it's uh it's it's uh karen Keaton's didn't hear so if karen if only karen had told him and she's like, nah, whatever, I'm Nebula. I think I'm part of some whatever MCU. And he goes, oh, okay. And then he texted her SSMU, and she was like, you know, thumbs up it or whatever because she didn't know what it was. That was it. Dude, okay, so. Yeah, we're done, right? Uh, okay, I actually – John Watts directed the end, uh, end Easter credit uh, – end credit, Easter credit, end Easter egg credit. Okay, God. <laughs> <laughs> Too much quote-unquote Coke and vodka. Let There Be Carnage. He directed that. John Watts, the director of No Way Home, Far From Home, Homecoming. Okay. Cop Car, Clown. Um, he he directed that end credit scene and uh, and the one after that uh, as well, of course, attached to his film. And so he, that's that's John Watts directing Tom Hardy, baby. So good. Anyways, um, that – the way, I know how that's connected. That's connected because – and I've seen a lot of people not understand how this is connected – Literally in Venom: The Carnage, he talks about, and you pointed this out, how the symbiote is it has like multiversal knowledge, right? Yes. Because it's attached to all the other symbiotes, so it was attached to Topher, Christopher Grace, his Eddie Brock. That Eddie Brock knows about Spider-Man, knows that Spider-Man is Peter Parker, but because of the spell, was pulled into boop into our MCU world. Okay, and so it, it was the spell. It's the spell, yeah. All right. Well, that explains also then why he was sent back by the spell. Even though that was an incredibly disappointing end scene where I'm like, oh, so you're not going to have the Toms beat. <laughs> yes. No, it, yeah. The, the end that made result, me so fucking mad. We'll get to the that. The end result was just literally to leave a little black symbiote there at the end. Do, 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 do. Yeah. You know, that's it. Which, by that's, the way, that's, that's, that's half a boy of reduction, the by the way, in my score. So. Oh, no. We haven't even gotten to your score for that. Well, so this we should could, do wait, it wait. now. We obviously just dove into a lot of Venom-related shit right now when it came to No Way Home, and we're not going to go any further with No Way Home. We need to hold back a second. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. This is five out of five boys for me. This is, for me, the best Spider-Man film 
I have ever seen. I fucking love it. And um, uh, we do, we never did a spoiler cast on it, and I don't really think we should waste a lot of time right now tonight no, on no, it. No, it's another I, pro- fucking piece of propaganda. White men, your time is over. You need to get the <gasps> fuck out of the way. There's a black what? kid who's better at you in, in every way. He's got all your powers, but he can turn invisible, and he's got electricity. Stop it, you monster! Oh my god! So I've never gotten your actual boys on this I don't film. Know, two and a half. I thought. I think it's one of the most overrated things I've ever fucking seen. Oh what? People oh fucking god. love this movie so goddamn much, and I'm just like, I love it so much. All right, first of all, that Kendrick Lamar song's annoying. So good. Uh, the character of Miles Morales Post is Malone annoying. song, what? so good. What? The whole soundtrack, so good. Miles, so good. Gwen, so good. No, no, Peter yeah. B. Parker, so good. Peter Parker, played by Chris Evans, you. What are you doing? So Why are you good. doing this character? This annoying it's character. It's not a character. I fucking love this movie. I think they're all so good. Dude, I thought Chris Pine was amazing as as Peter Parker. I loved it. I loved everyone's vocal portrayals. I like Liev Schreiber's fucking uh, Kingpin. I hated I think, that character design pulled me out of the movie. I agree. It's like, why, why is he so too huge? Big. And I don't like Green Goblin's character design either that much, to be honest. It's a little too, like, um, uh, kind of, like, uh, gargoyly. Yeah, it's on, ridiculous. Uh, it's the whole movie, weird. Is, yeah. it's, it's, like, is weird, wrong. And I didn't Dude, like Prowler's it. awesome. Oh, my God, I love Prowler. Mahershala. Mahershala, baby. That was Mahershala? Okay. Yeah. Great. Good for him. He'll be Blades. Good for him. Um, I, uh, Aunt May was a little bit too much of comic relief for me. Um, but honestly, I thought that movie was just so well fucking done. I loved it. Visually, I, I thought it was fantastic. I was kind of like, why, all right, here's an idea. Why don't you do this with the fucking actual Spider-Man <gasps> we care about, like Andrew Garfield and, and Tobey Maguire? Like, that's the movie I'd like to see of, like, an Into the Spider-Verse kind of parallel dimensions. None of this fucking, uh, you know, race-baiting pop, you know, propaganda where it's like, you know, you got to, you got to, the white character has to get out of the way like i just, just give me the actual like actual characters i care about and now that we have that i love spider-man into the spider-verse is completely irrelevant there's a trailer i had to watch twice <gasps> before you know the the spider-man no way home of, of spider-man in the spider-verse where like you know gwen stacy shows up and it's like hey we want to do some interracial like cuck porn and yes. Miles morales is like yeah i'm old enough now i'm in college so i can fuck you wait uh, cuck porn who's wait who's who's miles or peter parker's gwen? the cuck when, 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 whose world? Any of them. All of them. Every all single... Them? I, 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 just not just every single Peter Parker, but all white men in general. Oh, no. That sounds horrible. Well, I thought Across the Spider-Verse looked awesome, and that's the sequel. And I thought the, the, you know, the clip they, they showed uh, was cool. I couldn't understand, though, if the last half of it, when he was against Spider-Man, like, 2099 or whatever, it was like, if that was, like, like, like a rough animation or was that supposed to be like they're in a universe with bad animation i i couldn't figure that out i don't know it's just shapes and colors man it's just shapes and colors i love those those are the best and add sounds to them perfect that's all i need i need and and you know what and shooting if you put shooting in the movie boom and like i always say as soon as i get to the bullet count of five five star movie all right moving on to (gasps) spider-man no way home by the way felk yeah, there. I had a list I gave a long time ago. I went back and listened to it and wrote them down. Uh-huh. And I, I did not at all in any of my list ever come up with No Way Home. I got close. No Direction Home referencing Bob Dylan. Mm. But no, I did not get I, I had Spider-Man 3 Cream Pies, Spider-Man 3 Internal, Internal Damnation, uh, Spider-Man 3 MILF Parades. Really upset none of those were ever on the table probably. Spider-Man 3 Homeward Bound, Spider-Man 3 Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, 
Spider-Man 3 Broken Home, Spider-Man 3 Homeward Bound 2, Lost in San Francisco. Right, these, these jokes aren't that it. funny. You don't get that many of them. Coming Home, Spider-Man 3 Voyage too. Home, Spider-Man 3 Home for the Holidays. This is why no one listens to our podcast. Spider-Man 3 Take minutes Me in, Home Tonight. Spider-Man 3 Home of the Brave. So, moving on, let's rate Spider-Man No Way Home. I give Gee, this. What, what could it fucking be? I give this beautiful, beautiful movie, this stellar, Everybody stand fantastic on movie. What could it be? Will he love this product from Disney? Uh, slash Sony? Slash Sony, baby. Don't forget Sony. I love their TVs. So good. And their cameras. I give this movie... Disney has cameras you don't even know about. They're watching you right now. I give this movie five out of five boys. No shits. Really? But it's not, it's not a far from home five out of five. Far from Homes 5 of 5 is like 6 out of 5. Really. Yeah. Okay, right, of course. But this one, it's, it's, I'll equate it to this. Far from Home for me is like Infinity War. I love it a lot, right? It's way more than 5 out of 5. I just can't go beyond 5. But Endgame was like, yeah, you you're do. the lowest end of the 5, of the 5 boys. And that's kind of how No Way Home is. It's like it gets so much credit for what it accomplished. Yeah. Necessarily as opposed to the emotional – toll I may or may not have gone through and, and and so I'll give it 5 out of 5 boys with that little caveat that it's not as good as like that Far From Home 5 out of 5 which is like really really good yeah the first time I saw it I, I guess I would have walked out with a 3.5 but I saw <gasps> but because, that's, it, that's your answer no that's nope, it nope, <laughs> and but, I, I can't hear you what? I lost I lost signal because I because we on? didn't Stuck record because well, I was in Texas and Stuck, you know, are you there I'm here I can't hear you can you hear me now no what happened? You can't hear me? Okay, I think, wait. No. Are you talking? Oh, don't, don't do stupid things. <laughs> I'm trying, I mean, you, you, talk you talk and you talk and you talk, but I try to talk and then it's like, oh, I got to interrupt it with fucking I don't jokes. want you to say worse than 3.5. That's all. I hope I, it's, I, I'm going to, no, I'll bring it down to three <gasps> because that okay. second viewing made me just realize that like, all right, now that I know definitively actually seen all three Spider-Men on, on screen together. <gasps> don't spoil it. The, the, we're in spoilers. Uh, the, the, you get to the point where you're like, okay, so what do they do? And it's just like something, I think it was the, the moment I dropped that half boy down. Cause I already like, I, I thought this movie was like a five out of five, like the one of the, the, the or maybe four and a half, one of the big ones, one of the good ones on the promise of what was actually going to be accomplished. And that before you walked in, my love of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man movies would be yeah validated before I walked in. And even in the first like 30 minutes to an hour or so. Oh, nice. And then of course I, I, it lost, like I said, like half a boy just when it took my Tom Hardy back to Tom Hardy dimension. At the very like, end, no, the you're never going to see Tom Hardy fight Tom Holland Spider Man. Uh, it's you, he's just, so you he's ended new. this movie at a four to five boys, and then Tom did that thing, and you went three and a half. Three. There was other there was other negatives, but the 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 the, the part that really bothered me was when it, it, it the the portal and just some fucking either Mexican or Filipino or whatever those characters were supposed to be. I couldn't tell if they were Asian or Hispanic. Ned Leeds. Uh, Ned Leeds is in his, in his, his grandma, his Mima or whatever. Oh, I love uh, her. When, when we're just in their fucking regular apartment and the portal opens and Tobey Maguire just looks behind and then steps nonchalantly through the <laughs> portal and I'm like this is Spider-Man the one true Spider-Man walking through a portal into the MCU and Tobey Maguire is just like he is he is the most I don't give a shit about any of this and yeah it cuts to Ned Leeds and Zendaya being like whoa and like Andrew Garfield who's trying his fucking heart out 
but like they couldn't think of anything better than to have him dress like i mean they may even make a comment on his on his costume like you're, you're dressed like a cool youth pastor because it's like that's what toby mcguire showed up to that day and they he was like no i'll do this i'll do it like this all right i think all right, Toby, you're, you're, a portal has opened behind you. You're looking through something you've never seen before. It's crazy. And you walk through, and he's just like, yeah, okay. He's Spider-Man. He turns he, around, he, he's like, what whatever. What are talking about? He's fought Doc Ock, Venom, Sandman, Green Goblin, Green Goblin 2. Who knows in between? This is like when you know what you're getting for Christmas on, like, December 17th. But your family still wants to set up the tree and set up the cameras on Christmas day and wrap the thing you know you got and and and, and like unwrap it and it's like well yeah it's a super it's it's a super Nintendo entertainment system I saw you buy it like seven days ago and they're like why aren't you acting excited it's like well because I know I knew I knew already and it's like that's what I was feeling when I was seeing Andrew Garfield and, and, and Toby McGuire I was just like yeah they're there all right I mean is there going to be a moment where they talk about Toby having his fucking organic web shoot? Yeah, there it is. Okay, they did it. Uh-huh. We can talk about that later, for sure, but yes. It's like, making a bigger point, obviously. Yeah. But you get what I, the, the, I'm bringing this up. It's to be like, okay, they did it. Yeah, they but did But I it. knew they were going to do it. No, yeah, they did it, though. And, and, and they didn't really do anything once they did do it. It was funny. What do you mean? The, the, when the joke it lands and you, you laugh, the accomplishment was there. I mean, the accomplishment was like jaw dropped wonder, and it said it, it said it was it was like just looking down like a really good like. It's like when you get money back from your taxes. It's like, yes, oh, great. great. I get I get back like three grand. You're disappointed but I mean, it was my you money, money, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you still get disappointed. You're not like, yay, free money. Like, you it's don't not free money. It's money that's not getting not stolen money, from you. I always look at it as free money and it's exciting. You know, yay, free money. I get my money back. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. That's kind of what I meant by like had that has a hollowness to that five out of five boys. Um I did I, – okay, to be perfectly honest, when, when Aunt May says the line, we'll get into that later, I went, woo! You know, and, like, nobody else in the theater – No, nobody it's, gives a it's, shit. It's, a, it's, it's also a sad moment. It's kind of, like, not the right time to woo. <laughs> but also, uh, when Andrew walks in, I was like, you know, like, yeah! Yeah, people and in my audience were like, whoa! And I'm like, we've been we've had Electro in this movie for fucking 55 minutes. You knew and, this. Uh, you knew this was going to happen, everybody. I, okay, I know, I know. Obviously, right? The, the, you know the, the the gun, Chekhov's gun, right? I, I feel like an villains. asshole. I mean, to, to those people, like be, being that way. Bet, Don't be an asshole to them. Don't, you didn't yell that in real life, did you? No, yeah, no, I know. I said, everybody, shut up! Shut up! You knew this was you happening. Knew Andrew Garfield was showing up. Shut up, you fucking retards! You um, didn't fucking know. You didn't no, watch I was, the Silver Lake. I did. He's a I was hooed. I wooed, and he's great. No, no, I, Andrew Garfield's fantastic. Um, I, boom, I, man. I woohooed. I, I woohooed at Andrew. I did not woohoo at Toby. I did clap at Toby. Not many people in the audience woohooed or clapped. I wasn't sure if it fell on like blind eyes, like if they're just like who, like I didn't know if it was like too out of date or if it landed right or if people were just kind of I like think there was lost also in the a moment. Bit of shock because like I here's one thing I, I I hadn't seen anything. I hadn't watched Kim Kardashian spoil it to everybody. Dude, but okay, I, first of all, I didn't know what they were. What did she like. say? I don't even know what she said. I just know she, she tweeted a picture it. of all three of them together on screen when they're when they're discussing at the Statue of Liberty. She uh, took and, a photo in her theater and in her and theater put and, and put it on her Instagram, meaning everybody who just follows her just saw that in their Instagram feed. Like 
two days before. I mean, it may have been the premiere. I don't know. I think it was the premiere. Wait, really? Well, it, she. I mean, she didn't go see it like regular people. Kim I know she did. This. I know she spoiled it. I just didn't know how she spoiled it. I just know everyone's upset that she spoiled it. That's all. I only know about this because it was on. Uh, uh, well, not Greg Guffield because Cat Temp filled in for him. Mm. But uh, yeah, she, oh, she's. I like her a lot. Um, but uh, she, she talked about it, and that's how I knew that Kim Kardashian did that. And I was just like, well, yeah, this... Kim Kardashian's fucking borderline retarded. She had no idea. I guess weird i mean yeah i, I feel she like she doesn't know that normal people have to wait until the movie comes out to get it i guess you're right yeah, you're right it's true she's privileged and she has no clue so we should actually feel bad for her to be honest no. and put her on more pedestals um so uh I, why don't we why don't we start off our conversation about no way home that we've already been in for a while now but like let's let's kind of start this off with the bets Let's yeah, talk about I the bets. Yeah, we finally good. are done with the Spider-Man bets. They have uh, all paid out in all, all their ways. Let's discuss them. So starting with the first one, in Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, spoiler cast, um, I think I bet you $5 that uh, Great Power Line and Uncle Ben would be introduced. The line would be introduced and said, and that Ben would be introduced in some way. Flashback, or, I think is what I was and far suggesting. Far from home, yeah. And, and, and far from home. Yes. And uh, did not happen. Correct. And, and so I owe you $5 right now. Yes. Okay, so that's – now we're sitting right there, $5 in your hand. Sorry. Yeah. Now, Spider-Man Far From Home, uh, spoiler cast, mm -hmm. felt you bet me $5 that Sandman would just never be introduced. Thomas Hayden Church would not be used. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, it would, and they just wouldn't do sand, and it was mostly coming from the idea that the elemental yes. of sand was already used in the beginning of Far From Home. And in the Turtles, I spent a long time trying to clarify that I, I only meant the Thomas Hayden Church and that it, he really probably should appear in the movie for that to really be Thomas Hayden Church. Meaninglessly, <laughs> because the Thomas Hayden Church, of course, is in... As a, as a Sandman in, in No Way Home. Yeah, he did original voiceover work for it, and then they reused uh, visuals of him from Spider-Man uh, Three um, yeah. to uh, to get his uh, without having to de-age him and to be able to get him without getting him. Yeah, same, they did similar. the same thing for for Rise Iphon, but it wasn't him for the new VO. Reese Fons, right? But what yeah. they no, he did. He he supplied the voice. That was his voice. Really? Yeah, I'm for surprised. It's they did the same thing for Reese and uh, and and. Um, Thomas as they did for like Henry in Zack Snyder's Justice League right where they use old footage from earlier films because of the pandemic they couldn't film everybody yeah uh, and that's something interesting to be to be noted this whole film was shot during COVID like production was during COVID yeah um, and I think they did a really good job of not making it feel super obvious because this was like the beginning of COVID yeah and, where, and, where, and like, there's a lot of restrictions on set remember Tom Cruise lost his shit I'm still waiting for movies to address COVID. Like, when do we get movies that have Songbird, people wearing masks? Maybe. Songbird. No, yeah, but that's set in the future. Uh, but, like, I'm talking about a movie that takes place in, like, regular time, regular day. I know some TV shows have done it. Yes. Um, but I, like, when, when does, when does you know, we see a Tom Cruise movie where he's just in a world where everyone's wearing masks? Are they still expecting us to eventually take uh, the yes, masks uh, off? Yes, Halloween Ends, the third film, will address COVID. COVID will be happening in that film because Halloween Kills takes place the same night as Halloween. Well, that's one. So that's 2018. So that was both in 2018. So t Halloween Kills will be a flash forward of five years like Endgame. Or sorry, Halloween Ends will be a flash forward of five years like Endgame. And COVID will actually exist in that world. There. If, so you got it. They, you got your answer. Well, I guess that's one, yeah. I mean, or, or, or would be the first like major movie then, I guess. 
It would be. I mean, Songbird, it. baby. Oh, yeah, Michael Bay knows. The MCU will never do it. I think they'll just never have COVID happen because the snap is already it's too late. Much, they, they're ahead of it. They're in 2023 yeah. or whatever the fuck, right? Yeah, 2024. So. Some of the films are 2024 right now, I think, even. Like, I think Shang-Chi. Well, they never address whether 9 11 happened in the MCU. Probably did. The Freedom Tower is there, I think. Not Maybe. Sure. It happened. It definitely happened in one of those multiverses. Um, okay, so back to the bets. So. You owe me $5 because of Sandman. Yeah, canceling out the money you owe. Canceling out. So, it's, so we're at zero sums, right? Yeah. So now now here, let's get the stuff we haven't. Now, now we get yet. back to me being up again. <laughs> Spider-Man Far From Home, uh, spoiler cast, I bet $5 to Felk that in this film, Miles would be introduced, Ooh. having been set up in the first film, Homecoming. Yes. Nope. <laughs> yep. I want. There, is a, there is a reference to wanting a black Spider-Man. Yep, but there is actually no Black Spider-Man Miles Morales. I, when, when, when that line happened, I was like, Ballard better not fucking try to make that. <laughs> that's a point. That's a point. No, I, I, I was like, there's a there's a lot of dancing that line, by the way, that's very interesting, where, like, Andrew Garfield's character goes, sorry about that for not being, you know, black. And, and that yeah. when Toby talks about his wife, Mary Jane, he doesn't want to reference that she's white redhead. Yeah, he doesn't. It's you know it, it was interesting. I was like, oh my god, it, that's weird. That, that that line I knew wasn't gonna come. I mean, there are, were were illusions where I mean, even Green Goblin is like Mary it? Jane. She's like, no, I'm Michelle Jones. He's like, fascinating. Also, you're black. That's weird. A, <laughs> that's the thing. So why write it at all? Why put it in? Because it felt awkward to have them ignore it. Like for them to both openly like, just ignore it and just be like, it's complicated. Like it's like it's not really complicated. You can just say it. You're like, yeah, my, my Mary Jane's different. She's white with a red hair. No, know? even it's complicated because, like, their relationship's complicated. Because the last time no, they I really interacted, he punched her in the face. It's true. It's it, uh, Yeah, he's domestic abuse. And by the way, domestic abuse leads to killing sprees, okay? That is proven fact. All right, so um, I lost money on that. Yeah. So to you, so you gained $5 again. There Good. you go. You're, you're welcome. Moving on to the next one. Now, this didn't happen really during our Eternal spoiler cast, but this was kind of during an Eternal uh, conversation we got into between you, Dorn, and myself. And when we kind of went back and re-rated the entire MCU phases one through three, we had an Eternals conversation. And um, uh, Dorn and I did the spoiler cast for that one. But it felt like you actually in that moment bet me five dollars. Third of it, yeah. That uh, in Spider-Man three, there would be no Emma Stone cameo. No way. Yep. So. Well, Emma Stone was absolutely not in the movie. So Correct. There you go. Another $5 of you. Are you happy? Cruella is going to fucking come back for a cameo? Yeah. Well, not happening. So, And then in that same episode, the MCU phase uh, phases one through three uh, episode where you rated all those movies. And the yeah. Eternals conversation, again, Felk bet me $5 that Spider-Man No Way Home, Aunt May uh, – no, no. I bet you. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, that uh, in Spider-Man No Way Home, Aunt May will die by Green Goblin, something that they've set up before in earlier Spider-Man films and the Tobey Maguire film, and also the feeling that she would be a good person to kill without affecting uh, younger uh, audiences, and also she's a white lady, so get rid of her. And you were like, no way, uh, no way, and I think I won that one, so give me five bucks. You did. Back. Well, no, hey. you, have to give me, you, you still owe me five dollars. I still owe you five dollars. <laughs> if you're keeping track. <laughs> So now we end it. I owe you yeah. five bucks. Yeah. No more betting. I feel like Kramer now. Can't get it out of my system. Bets are off. All bets are off. Okay. So 
moving on to the actual uh, movie, let's talk about um, a little bit more about it's these. Like Danny he's just like starting just betting on on random shit, gambling. <laughs> Wait, Danny DeVito? Yeah, Frank. Oh my god, from uh, Sunny? Well, yeah, that's the episode where they have too much freedom. People are doing heroin in the bar, and and he's got his like. Uh, uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it the deer the hunter Vietnamese. deer hunter yeah Vietnamese cro- like yeah uh, g- game going on at the bottom mm-hmm. I love that it's so good uh, by the way this new season if it's always sunny where they go to Ireland is shit it's not a good season at all it, it feels incomplete it's the shortest season they've ever done I think I, I mean that's I haven't lost it yet it's like 8 episodes no. they're usually like 13 episodes and then and on top of that the whole Ireland storyline, which took like maybe five episodes to do, uh, was like missing beats and missing scenes, and just uh, they either overshot it or they didn't shoot enough. It, it was really, it's like that kind of ha- like editing hack job where you're kind of like, oh my god, what's going on? Like, there's literally huh. trucks that exist and then trucks that are pulled out of the next shot where you're like, okay, you got a truck. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, I'll watch it. It's really weird. I'm gonna it's watch really it, and my my expectations are very low for them in general. It was the season prior to that was really I good. Think and so. the season I I liked the, I liked the last season or two it was of, just of the show. It was rare to have all like five of them in together because they were their schedules. So you had episodes that were just these two characters and these two characters. It was weird. It was wrong. It felt a little bit like that Arrested Development season that I never finished because of that. Yeah, that that season's almost unwatchable actually. It is. I, it is unwatchable. I've never finished it. I'm I'm comfortable with Arrested Development being three seasons on Fox. Yeah, that's exactly. it. I, yeah, the Netflix stuff doesn't work. Yep. Okay. Well. Okay. So Peter Parker's. Um. Let's let's just uh let's talk about our favorite Peter Parker right now. What was your favorite Peter Parker in this whole film? One, two, or three? I love the way he said three. I fucking love that point. Yeah. I did not like that. Uh. Let's let's just say that 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 bothered me, and I was actually thinking about that the second time. I'm like, wait, this arrangement doesn't. No. It, it, uh, to, uh, Tom's three. This doesn't make sense. Yeah. This should be Toby's one, Andrew's two, and Tom's three. And even though, yeah, they don't know when the movies came out in, car- in, in canon, they would be able to figure out from their ages. Who's older, right. That who was the Spider-Man first, second, and third. But, but the, okay, but if you're going to go with Tom's one, that means, okay, he's one because in this universe, he was first in the universe. But the young children in the audience won't know. Then Toby, Andrew should be two because he pops in next and then Toby should be three. But this Tom is one, uh, Toby is two and Andrew Garfield is three. I love that. Random numbers. I know. I love that it wasn't like accurate to like how you wanted it to be. Like I definitely felt the same way. And but when he says three, I I fucking laugh, dude. By the way, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Knocks this movie. He acts circles around the other two. He he's he's fantastic. He is such a better actor than either of them. It's 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 really apparent in this movie. you can see how much he loves how loves the character of, of yes. uh, Spider-Man, like so much. Like it's, yes. it's way he's more. He's the only than just one who really like is so happy that there's Spider-Man. To- Toby loved destroying other people's lives. Apparently, he does. He's so good. And, at and, it. and uh, you know the the fame and the power and being part of the Pussy Posse. Oh, um, the best. And Tom Holland, I'm sure, loves you know being part of the MCU and the MCU power and all that stuff. I'm sure he research he read the Wikipedia page for Spider Man before he played Spider Man. But Andrew Garfield's the one who's like, I get to be fucking Spider Man. He was so excited and so happy about it. And it's at like Comic Con. Remember, he shows up with his like in mask and in costume, yeah. and then he revealed himself while he's doing the Q and A. Yeah, and and yeah, I mean, Tom sure does cute shit like that. But he, it, Tom it's can like, flip. 
Just PR, your life. Yeah, but his PR company is the one who's telling him to. He'll flip he doesn't you. fucking know if he's he doesn't know Peter Parker. You think he? I don't even think he's fucking played the Uncharted games. He didn't go back and play Uncharted One. That game's not easy to play. It's it's kind of rough. Even the remastered one. He doesn't fucking it. do his research. He doesn't care about these characters. I think Tom Holland. It's all about um, his youthfulness yeah. and his innocence that he brings I'm to Spider-Man. But he also has the flips, and, and and you know, and that's important. And being able to do real life acrobatics is great for like. That's just because he's like four and a half feet tall. But you can get it in camera, and that's fucking always amazing. Honestly, that's the one thing that really shocked me was seeing how tall Andrew Garfield is compared to the other two. He's definitely the or, tallest yeah. Spider-Man. Or how Zendaya is like like towers over him. Okay. Yeah, Zendaya is much taller than than Tom Holland. It's uncomfortable. Rank your Spider-Man based on this movie, though, and you can use what you know from past films, but try to rank them mostly on this film. Your enjoyment level of them in, in terms this film. of Spider-Man, like who is the best Peter Parker and Spider-Man? I know people do this stupid shit where like, oh, Andrew Garfield was the best Spider-Man, but we've Tom done that. McGuire how dare you? The, you've done that. The, the, I've the, done the, that. Toby people the do best stupid shit. Peter That's Parker, me. but Tom Holland's the whole package because he's so good. Yes. It's like, no, I mean it, it's it's the same character. Who gives a no? It is not. No, no, it is different. Uh, uh, Bruce Wayne is great as as, as fucking uh uh uh. No, it's uh, the same character. Christian Bale. You're, you're good at all. Of, no, you're, no, you're good in the movie or you're Christian, bad in the movie. Christian is great as Bruce, but he's not as great as Batman. However, Keaton is a fantastic Batman, but not a great Bruce. Disagree. He's great as Bruce. Ben Affleck is the best Bruce and Batman you've ever had. He's Andrew the best. Garfield is the best. I, I, I'm just gonna say it. Andrew Garfield is He's the, the best. best Spider-Man. His movies aren't. His movies his aren't Peter the best. Peter Parker's off though. No, his Peter Parker's totally not as nerdy. He's too. He's too cocky and he's too pretty boy as Peter Parker, and that's the problem. No, that's that's just a different interpretation of him. It is. Oh, it is. It is. But it, it's just not the, the, Peter the, the Parker comics. You want. Peter Parker isn't some fucking person that everybody hates. That's the problem with the Tobey Maguire movies. Rewatching it, it's like, right. what did he do? Like, what? Because like, Sam what? made him too much of a nerd, right? That, but the nerd that gets picked on by bullies. I, yeah, you're right. He but did, no, they, I mean, nerds don't get even even in fucking 2002. It, oh, I'm into science and photography. Great. Loser. <laughs> like, Absolutely. I, you can't sit next to me in the bus, loser. You're into photography. Like, well, like, mm-hmm. Why did they hate him so much? Andrew Garfield was hated by one bully. It wasn't the entire school. One bully picked on him. And I think they even set up something where like, there was a reason why that bully specifically didn't like him. Like He, he got him in trouble or something. But it's remember. over. They squash it when like Peter's uncle dies. When Uncle Ben dies, the boys yeah. are like, dude, I'm sorry. And they, yeah. they're done. Like That, that beef is squashed washed yeah it was a much more like he's not super unconfident like he picks he he hits on emma stone before he's even spider-man no no the thing is that once peter becomes spider-man he pulls into a clark kent role like he does play peter as a little bit more of a meek little scientist like student as opposed i'm not saying nerd but in the comics no in the comics i'm just saying the character of peter when peter gets bit and becomes way more powerful and becomes yeah. Spider-Man he gets confidence and, he, and he, all that he plays a Clark Kent role more when he's supposed to be just Peter Parker so that he and then when he becomes Spider-Man he gets cockier and he, and that's when he's able to unleash his cockiness and that's why he's cockier Spider-Man none of them and, really do that no 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 the film's never really done that and I would say even Tom Holland movie doesn't really even do that no. honestly um, but that's that's kind of the Peter Parker Spider-Man dynamic that comes from the comics when I say Andrew Garfield is a great Peter, a great Spider-Man, but not a great Peter Parker, it's in that way, same way. 
But what I feel that Tom Holland does is I think he well he rounds the role better. But I think what he does a well-roundedness in the role comes from just the environment of being an MCU, nurture or nature. Well, I mean, in Tom Holland's situation, like when it comes to his storyline, his narrative throughout the whole MCU, the six films – it's it's nature. I mean, like it's all impacted by being in the MCU. Yeah, I mean, what we love about Tom Holland you, is the you, fact you, you put Tom Holland in his own self-contained movies. Who gives a shit? His Spider-Man's yeah. not that fucking good. I liked him in Homecoming when he's like pushing on the comic. No, that's, in, that's still in the crying. MCU. That's still in the MCU, though. The thing about Tom Holland is that I feel like him and Andrew both brought the best acting to Spider-Man. Well, I feel like Toby did the shittiest job at actually, like yeah. Well, playing, this, like, this movie character. really confirms that to- it was always just a paycheck for Toby. It is, and it always will be. But I do feel like Spider-Man 1, he's putting a little bit more stank on that role. I do think so. He cared more I, then. Yes, but then after that, he didn't give a shit because the whole joke with Spider-Man 1, it was, it was so amazing that Vinny Chase's Aquaman had to beat it for opening weekend. Yeah. And it, and then he did. Vinny Chase's Aquaman did do it. However, being funny enough about that, this film, No Way Home, broke all weekend records of all time. Granted, inflation but like it, it like it was it's like the best. So it's funny to think that we started with Spider-Man One breaking all cinema records, mm-hmm. and then this film, No Way Home, breaks all cinema records again. And it has nothing to do with COVID. It's not like in COVID it broke all records. It's like no, it broke all records all time. COVID was a little bit responsible in the sense that I feel like this was like the first time people felt like there was a time that like, all right, it's it's Let's it's okay. It. Let's it, it's okay to go to the movie theater. We're not. I mean, the, let's face facts. The the uh, Omicron v- virus push is not working. People are not fucking Dude, I know scared. people are like super freaked out about Omicron. There, well, of course, there's, there's so many sheep and there's so many it's sad. sad people. But like, I mean, no, it's a cold. It's a cold. And, and even you could see people who are like wearing their masks and like, because I was just in Houston where you don't have to wear masks anywhere. And about a third of people are still wearing masks on their own. They just yeah. They just feel comfortable doing it. But- you could see in their eyes, it was just like, apparently the mask prevents you from getting a cold, so I'd rather wear the mask. It's not like they're they're, they're not, they're, they're out and about, they're doing shit. They're pulling down their mask to open their phone. They're pulling down their mask to take drinks. They're like, the mask is just like, eh, you know, the mask probably helps a little bit. They're, a not, little bit. they're not living in fear. They're out and about. The mask helps things. in the way of roulette, right? Like if you're just rolling the dice and you're just not, don't happen to be next to the person with COVID and you breathe through a mask, you're probably going to be okay. But nobody's this scared of Omicron. It's just yeah, not I working. Agree. So I, I, I no, feel like no, people are that I do. I know people that are and enough of the sheep are even not afraid at this point. And, and, and I, this movie is, is a part of the, the signifier that like, yes, if you do a big thing, because the whole reason that you, anyone even goes to a theater right now is because they actually want to see the movie before they get it spoiled. Right. Otherwise, True. they would just wait. Especially this one, right? Yeah. This, this is like you have to be a part of the event. You have to see it on the screen, and that's when you experience your first first time. Even though there's absolutely nothing in this movie that wasn't spoiled already. Yeah. Like we all knew there there was no big surprise that 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 the MCU kept, uh, or, or or sorry, Marvel or really Sony, I guess in this case, managed to keep under wraps. Like they tried. Endgame? I had fucking... I, I, when those, when those you know, five years later came up, I was like, I didn't know that. That was yeah. crazy. Like, you know, I didn't know this stuff was going to happen. I didn't know that Thanos would successfully snap and everyone would ha- disappear. Every, everything in this movie is just like, okay. I knew Toby's that finally there. Even, even well, the only thing was the first in credits where it cut to Tom Hardy. And I'm like, here it is. What's going to happen? And, and Tom Hardy learns a little bit about the world from the bartender and then yep. gets zapped back to his own dimension. And I'm like, Thanos? what? 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 Mm-hmm. what? 
you just you just gave me the thing where you're like you were gonna set up the Tom's fight. I thought maybe Tom was gonna be in this movie. Tom Hardy, Venom right. was gonna be he was gonna show up at some no no and interact with Tom Holland and there'll be a brief. He he is. <laughs> I know he isn't. And he isn't. He almost he did. He movie. almost did though. You know that right? Well, almost if some butts. They, there was a, yeah, I, know, there, I know, but there was a version of this film they wrote where Venom was included in that final battle. Yeah, well, I would have rather have seen that movie. I so. think I think COVID is again responsible for lack of 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 the film being able to accomplish what it obviously could. I think here's the thing: to, to have today to get a film like A Rise of Skywalker or an Endgame or an Infinity War to have all of those amazing cameos, you're you're gonna sacrifice lots of green screening, right? And like on location shooting and then like Yeah, you never actually had to get the toms together. In. You could just green screen them together. But it's always hollow fine. when it's that way. And everyone feels it and everyone knows it's fake. And that may be partly why this some of this movie feels hollow because maybe they had to do some of that. And Dude, that's how they did the other movies. For, for what I understand, Benedict Cumberbatch was not there a lot. It was just some other guy and they green screened him in. Oh for sure. No, there's there's screenshots, right? Where you I think like that, the, I think Benedict Cumberbatch Holland is only in there. This, I think Benedict Cumberbatch is only next to Robert Downey Jr. in the the street in the o- opening of Infinity War. That was the only time they actually had both actors there on set, and the rest of the time it was just a stand-in. And they just maybe I don't. Him in later. I, th- I think I saw him in a few other sequences, at least, at least a few other sequences and behind the scenes footage. But maybe not. They hate each other. That's probably what it is. Well, dude, I love that. I mean, it plays in the characters. The characters are supposed to hate each other too. There's supposed to be a rivalry between the two. It's sad that uh, Tony's gone now. Yeah. I, but wait, I, wait, wait. Rake your Peters though. So three is your favorite. Yeah, Andrew's my favorite, followed by I guess Toby, and then guess Tom Holland. Wow, really? Okay, I'll go Tom three. Holland's so meh. I don't think so. I'll go three, one, two. Uh, I thought Toby was at the bottom of, of that, but I love them all. Honestly, I think they all get their their due in this film, and I love what Toby brings to this. I love when um, uh, Tom Holland uh, is talking about you know how he knows how to work in a team because he knows the Avengers, and then and then Toby's all like, "That's great," you know, and then like you know Andrew Garfield's joke doesn't land as well when it's all like, "Is that a rock group or whatever?" Rock. Yeah, you can tell he didn't like that line too. But then Toby's, and then and then and then like you know. Tom's all like, you guys don't have the Avengers? And then Tom Holland is like, or not Tom, so Tobey Maguire is like, how is this helping? You know, how is this helping? Like, I love that. Like, that's fucking hilarious. Like, I thought that was some amazing line sales by him. And it's some classic Toby Spider-Man shit. I loved it. I thought it was so good. I thought, but I think, I think he was probably the lowest. Um, Cause I think Tom gets more to do. And, but Andrew, the little bit he's in this film, I really love what he did. Andrew steals the movie. He really does. Yep. I thought so. All right. Um, well, speaking of Marvel and secrets and all that shit, let's get to one of the biggest secrets uh, of this movie before we move on to anything else. Um, and now, not, not Aunt May dying like we talked about. No, Matt Murdock, Daredevil, Charlie Cox. Oh, we're skipping that. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, we knew. I, thanks to uh, was it John Campia? <laughs> yeah, John Campia, that asshole. He he ruined. Well, that he shit. yeah he did, but uh, he didn't text it to me. <laughs> you did. You told me those photos existed, so I, I did. I, but I, I, I hadn't actually knew. seen them myself, but then you saw them, and then now that now because you well next time don't pretend like you seen shit you ain't seen. No, I had seen. I know. I I what, did I say I seen them? Right, I think so. Yeah, I think I just said they exist. I don't know. I I, oh, I don't know if I well, maybe I had well, seen them. I don't really care. Now you know they do exist because I sent them to you. I spoiled it for you. You spoiled it for me. 
Oh, yeah, I did. And I spoiled it for you. Um, yeah, uh, I would say that that was awesome. That was great. It, didn't, it wasn't ruined by seeing the photos. It wasn't ruined by hearing about it, the rumor early on in yeah. the pandemic that Matt Murdock was going to be in this. Yeah. It, it was well, and, was... and the, the inverse coin of that being Vincent D'Onofrio appearing in Hawkeye. Spoilers Ooh, for Hawkeye. Yes. Spoilers for Hawkeye. Oh, my gosh. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Don't say shit. No, obviously anyone seen uh, Spider-Man No Way Home is watching Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, uh, th- this is a, the inclusion yeah, unless finally. Unless are just big Tobey Maguire fans. This is Netflix's MCU with an asterisk for sure. And it, this is funny because in a lot of ways, it's it's also Hawkeye. And we have to talk about this for a second. Hawkeye just proved that Mockingbird was is 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 uh, uh Clint's wife which uh, well, is, yeah but it, it, it's just a title it's like agent 19 but then the new the the uh whatever her name is Adrian Pilecki Adrian Pilecki was Mockingbird in yeah but yeah, I mean, but she's obviously much younger than Vanessa Cardellini so maybe she was just the one after it she's probably not that much younger but she's a, I she, guess after well, it, after this Mockingbird retired it doesn't it doesn't mean that that agent of shield is no longer canon I don't think I think it's a little too far to, to, to assume just based on them sharing a number well she has a name in the Avengers films if I'm not mistaken her name is Laura Barton and yeah. Bobby Morse is the name of Adrian Palicki's character if I'm not mistaken right in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I have no idea what her character's name was Bobby Morse Bobby Morse yeah that, that, that's, that, that's Mockingbird so those are two different characters yeah, so I mean, but they gave Linda Cardellini's character Agent Nineteen that that number. Yeah, right? but so. it just means that she was the Agent Nineteen. Then she retired, and 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 uh, Adrian Pilecki's character took it up. That, that doesn't decan in Agents of Shield. Okay, I don't think so. Well, it is, it is interesting that they they. I mean, it's not the same thing as uh, No Way Home, but it was interesting that they did that at the same time, being like, yeah, and here's Kingpin. Um, I, I'm what. By the way, that's something that I, I was like, dude, they're going to bring back Vincent D'Onofrio, and you were like, no way, he's done, even though it would be great, and boom, they did, and you were like, there's no way Matt Murdock is ever showing back up at all in the MCU, he's done, and they did it. And yeah, I, 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 I'm I don't know why, though. Like, I don't know what this proves, and I don't know, like, because I feel like they're going to only pick and choose, like, Jessica Jones next, and maybe... Well, Matt Murdock's apparently in She-Hulk quite a bit. That's my guess too, right? And I think that's the rumor as well. And then the Punisher, I th- I can see them easily taking John Berthall as Punisher and being like, yeah, great casting. But we're not getting Luke Cage. We're not getting Danny Rand. I like, wouldn't be that surprised if we got Luke Cage. I don't know about Danny Rand just because nobody likes him. Mike Coulter is like, like, I'm not talking to Marvel. Now, maybe he's pulling in Andrew Garfield. Yeah, exactly. That would mean anything. But it sounds like he's, like, upset about it a bit. And, it, and like, I don't even remember the actor who played Danny Rand. I forgot his name, to be honest. Oh, my God. What's his name? Finch something? Oh, man. What was his name? I don't know. The Game of Thrones guy. Iron Fist boy. What's his name? Oh, my God. Danny Rand. It was Finn Jones. Finn Jones. No Finn Wolfhard, that's for sure. Everyone remembers Finn Wolfhard. The Knight of Flowers. Well, I love seeing Matt Murdock, but I think it was wonderful to see that actual. Yeah, like, and they, the brick. And they, I feel like they just threw in him catching that brick to be like, yeah, he's Daredevil. He's, he's still Daredevil. Daredevil. He's not he's just Daredevil. some guy now. Yep, and that's good. They needed to do that because they needed to. It was more like housekeeping than it was a cool moment. It was, but I still thought it was cool. What made it even cooler was that it was like Happy Hogan was in that scene and having like literally John Favreau yeah. play Foggy Nelson and, yeah. and Ben Affleck's Daredevil. It felt like this weird. It felt exists, like this weird Marvel like full circle. Uh, and and yeah, I mean, but look, the rumors are is that the the, the reshoots for uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness aren't because 
it's terrible. It's right. because they wanted to add create more crazy crossover shit. So yeah, I mean, they, they wanted to add things they couldn't earlier due to regulations and restrictions. No way is I don't I I'm not going to bet on this, but I don't think Ben Affleck's Daredevil will be showing up. But I wouldn't be that surprised if they got John Favreau to do some kind of happy thing, um, because you know, or not happy, uh, whatever his name was, uh, the uh, Lucky. What's what's his name? Foggy. Foggy, of course. Foggy. No, they won't. They won't do that. It'd have to be Ben. They'd have to get Ben back as Daredevil. And, and I don't think, think they get back, back, back Ben. I don't think Ben has just said recently he's com- completely done with this shit. Like he's over it. He's done. He's done. It's over. So the Flash. Yeah, it's is Hugh it. Jackman. It's Hugh Jackman. I'm just calling it right now. I think it's probably Hugh Jackman. And I think it's Patrick Stewart. We should be expecting him for sure as as ex- uh, Charles Xavier. Maybe younger. Maybe maybe uh, what's his name? Uh, the younger Charles. No. No, 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 no. I don't think so. I think this is going to be Patrick Stewart's Charles. I think for sure. That's the quintessential Charles in cinema. And they can get rid of it after that. This is a multiverse of madness. This doesn't have to Maybe, contain. yeah. It could be. It could be. This is, this is like one of those things. Like It's like Toby. What's his you know? name? What's, what's the younger? Patrick? James McAvoy. James McAvoy, but yeah. Like, I, I think Toby that... and Andrew are gone, right? They're gone now. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? They're done. They're back to their universes. Yeah, it will be them. Same thing. Charles shows up. This could have been Charles showing up between X2 and X3. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to even be yeah, like... Yeah, they can, they can make him look however. You know, they can de-age. Yeah, they can de-age. They do. Do they de-age Alfred Molina and Willem Dafoe in this film? Pretty good. amazing. By the way, did they actually de-age Willem Dafoe? He looks pretty good these days still. Because he still looks really good, right? Like, I couldn't tell if he was de-aged or if he just... He was the age, but... A little bit. Didn't really need it that much. Alfred Molina needed it a lot. (laughs) It was weird that they gave him a different haircut. Alfred Molina is proof in the pudding now. Like I remember, we 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 talked about this with Captain Marvel. I think with Noli and um, maybe with you, but I definitely talked about Noli. I'm, I'm, I hope I did. I, I have no idea now. But um, is you haven't that, talked like, to Noli in a while. No, but during the Captain Marvel spoiler cast, how like Sam Jackson is like was amazing throughout. It's pretty good. It's pretty right? good. It didn't like there was no faults for me with Sam Jackson. He walks uh, Nick still Fury. like an old man in his nose. That's about it, right? It's his it's his actual physicality. He's like seventy in real life, so. But it's his physicality was the only thing. The visual effect was perfect. Yes. Right. Michael Douglas was practically perfect in Ant Man. Yeah. But that was a very short period of time. Robert Downey Jr. looked like shit in Civil War, and that was that for bad. a little bit of time. He didn't look that bad. I, thought. I didn't like it. I thought it stands out, but at the same time, I'm like, it's barf. You know, it's okay. It's make, it's it's an, it's a hologram that's supposed to maybe look bad. Yeah. It's one of those things you give. Even though John Slattery way. looks just normal, perfect, he's... absolutely. Yeah. The mother and father look perfect, but this was great. Alfred Molina, there was no flaw. I mean, it never took me out, not once. I never, I never even thought of it during the movie. It wasn't. Until no, I never, it never, it never bothered me until we got to Andrew Garfield. By the way, he's like 38. He looks great. He has yes. not aged much at all. And oh, yeah, for sure. it's weird because the first Spider Man. Toby Maguire clearly is not old enough, it's too old to be a high school student, but he's, I guess, a year younger than Andrew Garfield was in the first Amazing Spider Man. Andrew Garfield sells teenager a lot better, uh, but he also, he's 38. I guess Toby Maguire, 46. Toby is aged harder. Oh, for sure. Toby had a little of that hair, receding hairline look, but. I love that they even went with that, people. that they're like, hey, we're not going to de-age these Peters. These yeah, Peters that, that, are coming from when their they popped up, current ages. It wasn't, but Andrew, like, it was almost like, where, are they de-aging them? I couldn't even tell. And then Toby pops up and was like, oh, they are not they're, de-aging They're them. not. And that's just Andrew Garfield. He looks great. Yeah. He, he does. He, he's just aged Dude, really well. 
Andrew Garfield reminds <clears throat> me a lot of Dorn. Like Dorn and Andrew Garfield. Dorn, I know you're listening. You look a lot like I got Chris Pine sitting in front of me. My, I got, we got Andrew Garfield showing up every once in a while. I think Dorn looks more like a Bradley Cooper type. Oh, do, oh, there you go. Sure. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, Dorn looks definitely like a Bradley Cooper type. Just the hair, though, really. So hot and sexy. You two, stop it. This is getting out of control. Um, okay, so uh, let's go back to, I guess, uh, some of the uh, other players of this, uh, Daredevil notwithstanding. But we were talking about Sinister Six a little bit here. Okay, uh, the, here we go. Doc Ock. So we have Doc Ock, Alfred Molina. Yeah. We got Green Goblin, Willem Dafoe. Listing. We got the listing lizard, Reese Efuns. We have Sandman, Thomas Hayden Church, Electro, Jamie Foxx, and yes, I'm counting it, Venom, Tom Hardy. Yeah, I mean, I'm that's how you, you have to in order to get your sixth thing, but uh, it, this, it, this it, is a Sinister Five for some reason. It's just the joke, right, that they're, they're they've in the home films, in the Spider-Man Home Begins films, they've literally been able to figure out a way to get six villains into all the movies, even if they're not sharing the screen all at one time. Yes, part I've seen of the people be like, look, there's actually six. They finally got six. And other people are like, look, there's six. And the six isn't <clears throat> Venom because he never interacts with Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Uh, but the six would be Doctor Strange because he actually fights Spider-Man. So look, he fights six. Yeah, he does. Yeah, Doctor Strange hasn't ever been one of the Sinister Six. Neither has Venom. Uh, but I know. think there's some version with Venom in it because the Sinister Six is a lot like Suicide Squad. Like it just it's super interchangeable, super interchangeable villains wise. I mean, throw Doctor Strange in there. He does, he. I mean, he has the longest extended one on one fight with Spider Man. And, and I it, love how he wins it with math, not by besting Doctor Strange. The with power of powers. math, people. He's, he has he some did. line like that. I love it. I loved math as a kid, so it was fucking great. Like yeah, I was didn't. like, yeah, math. I, math you know. sucks. I love math. <laughs> so, anyways, I two positives so well. multiplied equals a positive, but two negatives equals a positive. Who says? Says who? Me says the math boy. I say so. That's not fair. I can do whatever I want as, as long as it's math. Math beats science, dude. Or no, math beats magic. Science beats magic in that situation. I or I also it's it's I don't also believe that in zero. I think it's, it's also the, the the continuing storyline in the MCU that like science and magic are one and the same. It's it's the Arthur C. Clarke right? You know, uh, science uh, that you don't yeah, understand. They, they, they really magic. don't. They really they they really play fast and loose with the what is science and what is magic. Of course. Well, that, well, I mean, to the point where, like, Doctor Strange was one of those movies that was like, there is no science here. It's real magic. And then Peter bests him with math and science, you know, as opposed to actually besting him with magic. Yeah, but there was – I mean, even with Thor, like, the, the magic that Loki is doing is somehow related to the magic that Doctor Strange is doing, which is also somehow related to magic that witches have been doing since the Salem Witch Trials, according to WandaVision, which is also uh, – but Wanda wasn't using spells. She was using the power of, of the fucking stone that gave her power. So she didn't know any spells, but now she's learning some spells, so she has magic too on top she's of that. She's also a mutant. But also, I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch is Doctor Strange. He pulls the nanobots off uh, Tom Holland's arm and creates a magic technology hybrid thing that can shoot people into the, the prison. So magic can overpower nanobots, but also interact with them. Uh, I... They're, they're, they're playing fast and loose with the magic. And I don't really care. As they should. As they should. I don't really care. Um, Here's the thing, though. That's what makes a Doctor Strange movie hard to write, I'm sure, is that they do play so fast and loose with the magic. 
that you can't do a Doctor Strange movie that he, wherever where he wins on magic. That's why when he wins last time, he wins him on, a, on essentially a riddle trick, right? Like I looped you, Dormammu. Like, you can't get out of it. Like and like, you know, whatever his name is, Calculus gets eaten alive by Dormammu. Doesn't even you know matter. Like Doctor Strange doesn't even defeat him. So it's the first Thor that Multiverse has. Multiverse of Madness is, is makes the only sense, right? Because now it's like okay, he has a battle. Traveling through multiverses. Okay, here, here's here's the here's the three big signifiers for you and for me, and you can you can probably elaborate on them. Here's what here's here's where my conundrums come. First, Thor. Uh, Thor's explaining. Natalie Portman says, "Okay, yeah, you call it magic, but we call it science." And here, like in my world, they're one and the same. It's like okay, so it's not. There's no real magic. It's it, it, it's it's it is other technology. Uh, Loki interacts with. Doctor Strange briefly in the Sanctus Santorum in Ragnarok, he says, "What you third-rate wizard or whatever?" He calls him like a third-rate wizard. He recognizes like the magic he's seeing, so he recognizes that magic as the kind of magic he's doing when he makes like shit appear and like daggers and stuff, right. or, or when he makes stuff like he hides stuff. Uh, there's also the line oh, Agatha. prior to that, no, in Doctor Strange, there's the part where. Uh, a ball lady is trying to say if you're not the the source of supreme at the time is saying if you can't handle that these are spells think of them like programs so that kind of implies maybe the entire world is actually some kind of computer simulation that spells are just kind of changing them or something opens up a big can of worms that really the movie yeah never comes back to and that then agatha harkness mentions the sorcerer like there's a there's a spell that i can't do even the sorcerer supreme can't do but then the scarlet witch can do so being she the reckon, scarlet witch what? it's just being the, it's being the scarlet witch yeah is 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 is, is doing that is that. more powerful than the sorcerer supreme yeah and, and wanda taps into that scarlet power so there is clearly overt magic in this universe they are just yeah. pro- I, my guess is because there's something that you can't say that will piss off China because China, China in the rules of things you can't have, there's ghosts, ghosts are a big no-no, but yeah. also um, witchcraft or anything like Wiccan is is not allowed. I'm guessing there's dancing around it for the Chinese box office, well, but they've lost China thanks to, to COVID. You know, the last several movies haven't come out in China. Maybe yeah. now we're, and also there's, you know, you don't want to piss off the fundies. You don't want to piss off because, like, again, if magic is real, is Jesus Christ confirmed as not being a thing in the MCU? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. Was there a Christ in this world? Is there God in the MCU? Maybe not. It's a different It's a different multiverse. We're in some other location of it, I'm sure. I mean, um, you want to fucking blow your mind. Like, have the Eternals or whatever fucking go back to, to they Nazareth. Will- you have to see Eternals. I don't want to spoil the if movie. If Jesus but... Christ is not in the fucking Eternals. Maybe. You'll have to see it and find out. I think so. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, it, it, you know, you raise good points. Um, I think uh, WandaVision pretty much was like, this is all witches, Salem witches, right? So, like, I think that, like, even was very much... Yeah, the like, Salem no. witches by, by WandaVision were doing spells like this a hundred years before. But I guess the Sanctum Centaurums existed for hundreds of years, too. Yeah, Spells like, aren't new. We, that's interesting. The Sanctum Centaurum. So, like, what was there before New York was there? Was it like a temple that was just there? And they well, they, I temple? mean, I, I think Wong in the Doctor Strange is like, for thousands of years we have been here, and we have the three great cities: New York, Shanghai, and London. I'm like, those haven't been the three great cities for that long. I mean, Shanghai especially. 
Is it Shanghai? Well, I think it's Shanghai. I can't remember. It, uh, it must be Shanghai. Or Hong Kong. No, I think it's I, Hong Kong, actually. Is it Hong Kong? Well, I have to look now, right? I mean... You look it up. It does make sense for it to be in that area. I, can, I, I mean, But Hong honestly, Kong world, is like... I mean, New York is the one that feels like off to me, to be honest, out of all of them. Like, it's the only one that feels like New York is not ancient enough, unless there was like... They have to explain that, yeah, there was actually... No, New York is like 18... Like the late 1880s that's not that or something. Old. It's yeah, like... It's, it's not right. It was, it was you know, when's, when was Gangs of New York set? Uh, 1800s, right? Or Late 1800, like, 1890s yeah. or something. I think. It was Hong Kong. It was a Hong Kong. It was a Hong Kong. Yeah, it's New York, uh, London, and Hong Kong. And that's it. And those are the three sanctum santorums. Yeah. Um, so, or at least the three sanctums. Um, I'm not sure if they're all called Santorum. Uh, Rick Santorum. So I think that, like... It'd be uh, funny if they moved the New York one to, like, Austin, because it's like, well, Elon, you know? <laughs> that'd be amazing, yeah. They can just move them all around. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe they're they're actually just portals that they can just move around. They don't necessarily have to be placed in ground forever. Well, I always assumed Long was from the Hong Kong one, but apparently he's now just this, the, the gets the Greenwich Village one. It's like you're, he's from the Katmandu you, one. You still have a Katmandu. Chinese accent, bro. That's like, the other thing they don't mention the Katmandu one, right? Like that's, that's not a Sanctum Santorum though. That's that's just the training facility. And the uh, the Kamartage or whatever. Yeah, Kamartage. That's Kamartage. That, that's not. Uh, that's not one of the actual sanctums. It's just a secret compound they have where they train wizards to be battle hard. It's very big. It's like, I mean, they, they have a nice courtyard. They have dorms, apparently. Okay, um, well, we were going to talk about the Sinister Six, but we're such into the Doctor Strange part of this, and it's not that long of a, a section of this movie. Let's just get into it. So uh, Wong is obviously Sorcerer Supreme, Benedict Wong. Of course, an Asian man sound charge. Black guy I, not in charge. Anymore. I love it. I love it. Put put him, put more in charge. And then Doctor Strange has been demoted because he was just dead for five years. Sorry, you're just only, you know, saving humanity, while Wong did nothing in those five years. He apparently so, does sport fighting on the weekends. Yeah, yeah, with uh, yeah, what Wong's gotten into is essentially sport fighting, cock fighting with abomination, and rather than like doing anything. And the, but he's like, like you know, is he in? Is he in Turtles? He's in Eternals, right? No, he's no, not? he's not in Eternals. I don't think. What is he in then? Oh, he's in Shang Chi. Shang Chi yeah, at the yeah, end. That, yes, that's, what, that's when he's fighting. Yeah, and and in, in the middle of it. Yeah, but he's also there at the end. Um, yeah, Benedict Wong did not show up in Eternals. I don't think. I don't recall. Maybe he did. He might know. be. <laughs> he might be. Um, what what did you feel about the inclusion of like Doctor Strange and Wong, the new Sorcerer Supreme? I mean, they're obviously there just to do the the multi dimension shit, uh, and and that that's great. Except you don't need Doctor Strange for that because it could just be this is the first movie since Loki. I mean, this movie really I I I, I was thrown off because I thought like okay, it, clearly there's going to be a part in the actual movie because the trailer made it look like it was just Dr. Strange's spell causes problems. I thought there was going to be a part in the movie where Dr. Strange says, this is wrong, something's up, somebody probably did something, maybe it was Loki, you know? But like, th there was no mention of that. It was just the spell. You don't need to have seen Loki to understand the multiverse shit happening here at all. And uh, maybe no. mul Multiverse of Madness will be him trying to figure out, all right, what's going on here? Something, Something's up. Well, interesting that you say that Loki. because... When they were originally writing this movie, Loki was supposed to come out like uh, after a Spider-Man. Um, uh, I think uh, no, no, before. Wait, let me, wait, I have it actually right here. Let me look, pull this page up. I have it right here. The writers actually talk about it. It might be uh, that Loki hasn't happened in this continuity yet. Uh, we were already down this road when the Loki finale happened. Uh, says the uh, Eric Summers, who's one of the writers for Spider-Man Home, uh, No Way Home. 
Uh, he says, we all felt like this really helps. This is great because it shows that there is trouble in the multiverse. Whether certain things that were happening in Loki line up in terms of timeline exploding and is the same. Oh, wait, no, I, I'm mistaken. They were, um, Doctor Strange is what I was thinking of. Doctor Strange 2 was actually supposed to come out before Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. And it was Doctor Strange 2 where they had written all of the shit about the multiverse of madness hmm. and the effects of it. So it's obviously self-contained to some extent in that film, at least the original writing of it was. And because then Spider-Man was always set to come out now and like Sony was like, fuck you, we're putting our fucking Spider-Man movie out. We don't give a shit. We want to make money. They had to recontextualize Spider-Man No Way Home that Doctor Strange had not gone through the multiverse of madness yet. So excuse me, I was wrong about the Loki part. But they do talk about with Loki that... There is a possibility that this could connect to what happens to well, Loki, well, well, but the they did not with, know that. They the, don't know that as writers. The way Loki ends, it makes it seem like big shit's happening right now. Right like, now. Oh, the, the universe is melting they're down. And, and then they're, they're just like, here's Hawkeye fucking having images in New York. The, the multiverse isn't coming through. Nothing's happening. It seems like everything's Unless fine. that is the multiverse. Like, right, what if Kingpin is an aspect of that? Like, things are changing. It's like I don't think so. I, 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 I think Charlie they're Cox just saying, no, I think they're just saying Netflix is always part. But you're right to point out, like, how Loki ends. It's, it is literally like a single beam of light going, a ribbon, right? A yeah. ring. And then all of a sudden it grows roots and then roots attach the roots and, and those roots attach to more roots and the whole concept of that is that at least the way we were telling us when Loki was coming out was that you're seeing literal multiverses connecting like yeah. universes connecting and this multiversal war is starting and they then Spider-Man No Way Home has nothing to do with that because I mean obviously they did this before with Ant-Man the, the, the Wasp like it's like oh you know it's like it's it takes place before the, the Infinity War but it's only the end credits take place after but they make that clear early on Right and don't, but like if this Loki thing is like the last thing that's happened in the MCU and we won't see its effects until Multiverse of Madness. They need to uh, be a little more open with that and like be like explaining it because I'm just like, did the multiverse shit that happened in Loki even affect this movie? It doesn't seem like it did. It seemed like there was always a multiverse, and it's only because he did the spell wrong. Our chat well, had it changed too many times. The other thing is that they, with the rewriting of uh, of Spider-Man No Way Home coming out now before Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, they originally had another Marvel character, they an unknown character, the writers did, had an original character that was going to bring the Spider-Men uh, into this film, bring Andrew and Toby into this movie, and it was yeah. not going to be Ned Maybe Leeds just the finding them. Somehow, I think. No, 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 no. It has to be like a person that brings him through a multiverse, right? So it has some people are like, oh, maybe it's Madam Web, right? But my guess is that it was the Watcher, and they were just going to tie the Watcher from What If into this film. Yeah, it's that Jeffrey did not Wright. happen. Yeah, it's Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, but that did not happen, and my guess is that did not happen because of the restructuring of Doctor Strange and where it's placed now in the release schedule. So now they just were like, okay, it's Doctor Strange. He just does it. And now they can make Doctor Strange work because they need to have somebody do it. And then now Ned Leeds finds the Peters because they got brought in. Yeah, they didn't need magic for that. Because in in the Spider-Verse, it's something the fucking uh, Kingpin's like a Hydrin Collider or something. Hydrin, Large Hadron Collider or some shit he's he's building to bring his dead wife back or some shit like that. So you can do multiverse shit with science too. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, But I don't, I mean, I think the, uh, the internet thought of Madam Web is I don't think as much as I love getting all these really comic booky things I don't think we're ever getting Madam Web I've never even heard of Madam Web dude. she's like from like the fifth or fourth season or whatever of the Spider-Man animated series and she's in the comics but she's like she's this you know she's Which? able to she's kind of like this the spider character that's able the woman like you know that's able to just go through time and go through all these different universes and multiverses and whatnot and pull Peter Parker's and different elements and shit together and 
it I don't think it's something we're going to see because I think it gets way too convoluted with characters that can do that. And we already have characters like Loki that are tapping into the multiverse and Doctor Strange and Watcher and the Spider-Man storyline doing that. I don't I feel like you just make a character like Madam Web, you just turn into a character we know and with the Watcher now pre-existing with what if. And this is the part that you maybe don't know and it does reference this that we get in in this movie in the end second end teaser, we get the uh Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness teaser. And yep. that has, uh, in that ending, that has Strange Supreme. Evil Strange, Doctor Strange, yeah. Evil Doctor Strange, who is in What If? Yeah. And so the whole idea is that, oh my God, he broke free. Well, so my guess that if they're willing to tap into What If for Strange Supreme, then What If is canon in that way, then the Watcher exists. So my guess is that that is the Watcher, and they're probably... And the reason why the writers didn't want to give that up is because they're probably going to use the Watcher in live action. They've already shown multiple. Well, who are the people that uh, Stan watchers. Lee were talking to? And they're Watchers, yeah, but they're not Uatu. That's the only thing. So this is like Uatu, the main Watcher. The, oh yeah, the, the main one for the comics at least. Yeah, right? but I mean, Watchers are already canon to some degree, so yep. whatever. And Stan Lee is essentially is 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 canon as the Watcher informant from now on because of his uh, portrayal of that character in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume. Yeah, 10. why isn't he doing any more cameos? Yeah, what lazy, happened, so fucking lazy. So um, it is interesting that uh, we get Strange Supreme and then and Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness. It feels kind of like it's 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 building its own Avengers film. Yes, of like of like that kind of world of of the. Of I hope the, we don't see. I, I don't. I don't want to see fucking Peggy Carter cap or any of that shit live action captain carter I, 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 maybe they'll do what isn't isn't uh chadwick boseman gonna be a star lord i don't think we're gonna see that one no not anymore i don't not think we're ever anymore. gonna see it personally but i mean who knows now they have to fucking recast uh black panther because it turns out leticia wright won't get vaccinated i'll just say that i'm, I'm very excited for for death of the nile as that movie stars just like a, like all these people who were fine for movies in like 2019 or but are now are horrible for disney's branding because it has leticia wright who's anti-vax right it has russell brand who's anti-vax and it's army hammer who eats people and then it has like one other person who's like been me too or is anti Ooh, look I, it up. I can't remember it's like a, a whole lot of people are a problem with that movie i've said before on the podcast that it'll be very interesting to see what happens with leticia wright's character in the new black panther film because she might be done filming she does have an injury quote unquote that's taken her into january when the production will resume and if they say it will resume with her i wouldn't be surprised if the injury has to take her out of the film entirely because she can't travel back to the united states because she went back to the uk and she will not get vaccinated so they don't have to write her out of the movie i don't know who the other person is it might just be those three. Oh, that's too bad i'm excited that's too bad army well, hammer in a movie he eats people you know i would love it if leticia wright could be in the film still because i enjoyed shuri and I think as as since Chadwick has passed, I think it, it would be important to have as many of the original cast as possible <laughs> because of it, because they were such a great supporting cast. They should recast them, though. They should they should just keep the character going. We know. talk about in our Black Panther spoiler cast that how even it felt like Chadwick was shelved in his own film. Um, having now like his him passing, he's never going to be shelved in any film because I will absorb all the Chadwick I can in any move I see now with him in it. But um, it, it they definitely allow the other Wakandans to uh, you know shine, and they allow Wakanda to shine in in uh, Black Panther, and it, it's such a great movie because of it. It's such a great world building film, and it has so many questions. And felt like you asked so many questions in that spoiler cast. 
So check out that spoiler cast for Black Panther. Also with Thorn. Yeah. Um, speaking of black people, let's talk about Zendaya, Zendaya, MJ, Michelle Jones, <gasps> Watson. What? She's a real MJ. Were you so excited when you heard the cops say that, or the? I, I, I was like, oh, I, I, I assumed that was always her name. I didn't, I didn't know that was a new thing. No, they said Michelle Jones in the first movie, and that was like that was supposed to be definitive. She's like, my friends call me MJ. It wasn't like, oh wait, that's supposed to be her fucking name. Like her first name is. No, Michelle I didn't realize. Jones. I, I just assumed that was if I had gone to IMDb before that, it would always have said that. No, yeah, this is the first time I think it says Michelle Jones Watson or Wood. <laughs> Um, she goes, I don't use that name anymore, which just goes to show like, oh, that's her dad's name, right? And daddy, daddy was a bad daddy. Daddy's gone, probably. They always and, are. They? And it's and it's why she's upset. He died with of cancer man. and she was sneaking his, his pills and that's how she got addicted. Oh my God, I wish it was Rue. That would be so great if you could tie Rue's storyline into, into MJ's, into Michelle Jones. Um, I thought she was great in this, and you know they did it. They did what I said they were gonna do. She's barely in Homecoming. You're like, what's the point? She's so gorgeous. Why did they have it? They're, they're, and I was like, don't worry, they're gonna glamour her up. Well, they never glammed her up fully, but she looks great in this movie. And she started looking, you know, they started changing her look again. And yeah, from home, they, they made her look a little bit better. But they're still, they're, they're not going full Zendaya. Well, they're kids, you know. They're trying to have the happy kids. Yeah, but she shows up at the fucking premieres, like showing like all of her body in these sexy Dude. fucking outfits. Just so you know, when we get to our fourth Spider-Man film and it ends with him having avoided contact with Ned Leeds and MJ the entire movie, and then one of his friends sets him up with a blind date and he opens the yeah, door. Yeah, hit the jackpot, Tiger. It, You're never going to yes. get that line. That, that, You're going to get that's that That's objectification. Line. It makes her seem like an object. Five dollars. I'll put five dollars. Yeah, no, You're on. never going to get like a sexy moment. Uh, you hit the jackpot, Tiger. Maybe there'll, there'll be some play on that line, but... They did it in this movie because they... um. They call uh, 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 yeah, Betty, Betty Brand. Brand like, sure, or she calls him a tiger. Spider. Yeah, tiger or spider. Yeah, no, that's exactly. not sexy. What'd you think of though um, of, of 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 Zendaya in this movie though? Did you like her more than this in Far From Home? Did you did you care for her character of MJ more? Uh, she's more of a character in this one, for sure. Uh, I I am still upset with the desexification of Zendaya in these movies. Oh, uh, they really need to. But you, you're, you're no not... movie is like put her in a sexy dress. This is that black and white movie with. Uh... That's not even a dress, though, right? My, no, no, no. The uh, she wears a dress during that movie. Oh, oh. The, 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 I forget the name of it. Malcolm and Marie, I think. Well, yeah, it's the one you're telling me about where she's in her underwear. I thought she's she, well, yeah, no, she gets out of the dress and she's in like a, a little white uh, top and, and panties the entire movie, and it's uh, you know it's it's worth scrubbing through if you have Netflix. Don't watch the movie for God's sake; it's terrible. Um, nah. But, uh, yeah, scrub through it just to see her pokies. She, yeah, because they don't make her look that great as Rue either, to be honest. No, except in the prom. Then she wears a dress and she actually does look really hot. But, no, she's oh, yeah, wearing she's hoodies. She's always a good-looking girl, though. She's a very good-looking person. But, yeah, I mean, they still, they're, they're, they're still, you know, hooding her up. And there's a, one line from the lizard who's like, no way she's his girlfriend. And it's like. Totally. Because she's, she, she's too good for him. She's too black. <laughs> what, are you, what are you going at here, lizard? No, just too good. Yeah, just too good for him. Yeah, but, you know. That's what I thought. Isn't the lizard just kind of like a stand-in for, like, white nationalists? Like, you just replace Is lizards he? with white people. Wait, and, did and he he's really? basically Richard Spencer. <laughs> no, wait, didn't connect that. There's no connection to that. Uh, maybe reaching. Oh, you, you think it's a white supremacy thing, the fact that he wants to turn all, all people into lizards into the better race? Yeah, yeah. Like, the, the superior 
you know, they it's, mentioned it's that eugenics, in movie, basically. Yeah. Right? Doesn't he say that? Like, I could cure you to Electro or whatever? He's like, do you mean like turning me to a lizard? Like, yeah, like, precisely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, he's into turning people into lizards, just like, you know, some people think people should only be breeding with their race. Not just white supremacists, black supremacists think this too. I'm sure that, uh, Sure, Abram X. Kennedy's like marrying a white man is a form of black white supremacy or something. If you're black, it's complicated think, times. These 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 times we find. I don't think in. this film was asking those questions. I don't think it was either. I don't, okay, good. <laughs> I, I don't, but I so I, I so I, I think that they deliberately like. Should we have Toby be like, huh? My MJ is not black, <laughs> and it's like weird. Like and they if, did. Did you have a relation? Because like his his uh, this. Tom Holland Spider-Man's Gwen Stacy would be whatever the fuck the girl from Homecoming was, the, the first girlfriend who he loses and then gets with MJ. Mm-hmm. She's black too. So it's kind of like his MJ equivalent and his Gwen Stacy equivalent are black. Which is yeah, just but like, they do a good job though with like, I think the real life romance jungle fever, you know? I think it's just the real life romances coming through in, in the films and like even the producers no are no to they're like, making it clear that no this, the producers this literally Parker. told the actors they said do not date they told I, I, I like Tom and Zendaya they do not date and they're like Fuck, no that, Amy Amy whatever her name is don't date well I, I I liked it I like how Michelle Jones Watson's character is wearing the broken black lotus necklace from the last film in this and it's on the whole time it even's on when she forgets about Peter at the end oh isn't that great yeah I didn't like the ending. He didn't like the ending. Because it didn't make sense. It was just like, how, how, how do they not know who Peter Parker is, but like uh, Happy shows up at Aunt May's grave? It's like, how do you think you know her? He just knew her. But no, he knew, he says, because Tom Holland's like, uh, how'd you know her? And he's like, through Spider-Man. He's like, oh, well, I knew that's, that's true, right? How, does that, how, how do you is. know this random ant woman <laughs> through Spider-Man unless you know who Spider-Man is? Magic, baby. Magic did it. Yeah, it's, it's it, uh, it seems like confusing as to how people how the world would think now not knowing were you confused how Aunt May died because a lot of people seem to be confused on how Aunt May died I guess I she got, like well, very clear. I said the first time I saw it when we were playing GTA that uh, yeah I, I, I went to piss after she got up thinking okay she's alive it's fine and then I came back in I missed the great power great responsibility line uh, and, and which and is she was, everything to me she was dying Ow! Yeah, but, but which you know is, is like the thing that brings the three Spider-Man together because then Toby's like That's even what the Peters ben say said. it. Yeah, the he, Peters even say it. It's he, great. But 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 then Andrew says like yeah, that's what Uncle Ben said. They die. But your Uncle Ben Andrew didn't say that. Your your Uncle Ben said like a three or four par- like line paragraph. <laughs> to dance around it where he's like when you know you have the ability to change things but you don't have but you don't change anything that's on you peter it's like that's not saying great power comes great responsibility that's like a legally distinct different version of it what was it that he actually said though i'm gonna look it up what is it he actually said martin sheen uncle ben great power line what is it what actually is i'm curious what is it you are a lot like your father. Is that what is that the one you're talking about? You really are, Peter, and that's a good thing. But your father's by philosophy a principle, really. He believed that if you could do good things for other people, you had a moral obligation <laughs> to do those things. That's what's at stake here, not choice, responsibility. <laughs> yep, that is the line. What a great line. It's so classic. Yeah. Andrew Garfield's Peter did definitely did not hear that same thing. But he, I'm glad he 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 reduced it, right? He like a sauce. He would he reducted it down to Simply, with great power comes great responsibility. I like that Aunt May said it in this movie. I really like that she 
owns the the line Uncle Ben has, and I like how like she is the Uncle Ben in this world. I know that Uncle Ben really did exist in this MCU. There's notes to it, like literally, uh, Far From Home has the BFP, you know, Benjamin Franklin Parker uh, suitcase. Um, and then in what if he literally uh, what if zombies they literally mention Uncle Ben and that okay. but uh, so he's a real person but I like how Aunt May is that death like she's the one that says the line and, and she's the one that then dies that makes Peter eventually become Spider-Man Begins and and then and what's kind of really nice about that is to me at least is that we spent three movies with Uncle Ben with an off, you know, not real Uncle Ben, but with essentially that character. And rather than Uncle Ben was always a really powerful character, and he needed to be because he's dead. First issue, he's dead. First movie within the by the twenty minute mark, he's got to be dead. By the thirty minute mark, he's got to be dead. By Act One is over, he's got to be dead. So to have three movies with Uncle Ben essentially. It's great to have that character, to have that like impact, and Wait, to see alive? that impact when, grow. When did that come? What are you talking about? No, I mean like Aunt May is being the Uncle Ben, like you know, uh, 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 like she's essentially the the pseudo Uncle Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just assume that the, the, his Uncle Ben, actual is Uncle dead. Ben, has been dead, and it wasn't like his he fault. is though. Yeah, but he is. We just don't know why, right? Well, Benjamin. His fault. Yeah, Peter's and, and 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 we do have Peter saying shit like that sounds like he, you know he could have helped and didn't. Those those lines are said in Civil War. Um, but it's never been clear, but it's kind of nice that, that we get that with Aunt May. We get that moment and we get that lastingness because it's like, and the impactfulness of her death because we've spent so much time now with her. And what's even crazier is that like, when you watch the end of Far From Home and you have Aunt May and Happy Hogan, like kind of like breaking up on the couch, but then you cut to the beginning of No Way Home, which is like only minutes later in the continuity and Aunt May's hair is a little sex tussled they had their goodbye sex there is clearly a reference that Aunt May and Happy Hogan fucked in between the movies for goodbye sex did you notice that? that not her hair is like messed up like goodbye sex messed up and she's like even like stretching like straightening it out like it's clearly like they just fucked and now she's saying goodbye Hmm. I was like, wow, they, I, they did that. They actually went there. I thought that was fucking great. Well, everyone else is like yelling in that moment, you know, Mysterio forever, Mysterio forever, which I fucking loved, by the way. Mysterio forever, for sure. I thought that was great that so many people were like, yeah, Mysterio, you fucking kill Mysterio. Like, I love that like, <clears throat> Mysterio got turned into this, like, like, you know, savior in a lot of ways because that's how he was presented for the little time that he existed on the planet. And no one ever got to see that negative side of Mysterio. So why would they assume Mysterio was evil and did all that shit? What'd you think about the uh, legal case, though? That, like, Happy was going to get fucked over. They never came back to it. They never. And, they, they just they set up all that stuff. Then one scene with uh, Daredevil, and it's gone. And joke about Happy being fucked. But I guess he gets arrested in the end, but not necessarily because of anything he did. I think it's a She-Hulk episode. Oh, yeah, probably. You're right. I think a She-Hulk episode is going to deal with Happy's case. Maybe. And John Farrow's is going to give another one to Disney Plus. You know, <laughs> he just loves. Oh yeah, no, Disney he, Plus. He, he he he's on salary, I think. And it's like, oh, oh for yeah, sure, just, just do it now. You're now you're acting for one day, so yep. forth. So like, I don't think he has to like. I don't think he really worries about like scheduling or like how much do I get make for She-Hulk yep. versus how much I make for Spider-Man. He's just like they pay him a million bucks a year or whatever. Yep, maybe exactly. more and uh yeah he's, some days he's tell he's talking about uh, the book of boba fett uh, probably is involved in that and stuff is that out have you yet, watched the, the first episode oh, is it you out the, yeah the first episode just came out i haven't watched uh, it yet, like, no. a couple days ago is it good did you like it five out of five boys 
I know a little bit about some behind the scenes stuff, and I can say that like I don't want to say what happened behind the scenes, but like Pedro's was, not in it though, right? What? Pedro's not in it, right? No, no. I mean, not, at least not what I've seen. Okay. Um, uh, from the first episode, because apparently he's not very nice. I'll say this: it feels like th- that that the post production. No, sorry. Uh, it feels like the production teams and uh, aren't gelling so well with each other. Hmm. And, and it feels like something's a little off, but who knows? Maybe it gets knocked out. It does seem like Robert Rodriguez, uh, who directed it, maybe wasn't gelling with the concept of what Star Wars Disney Plus is from John Favreau, Dave Filoni's perspective, maybe. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Um, more to come on that. Maybe someone will say something eventually. Um, okay, so uh, let's go back to Spider-Man Far From Home. So speaking about, uh, like, you know, Happy Hogan. Uh, did you enjoy uh, Happy Hogan's uh, uh, apartment and the whole joke with everyone sitting in the condo? I love when Sandman sits down and he gets sand on the you couch. You think he'd have a little bit nicer place. I think it was like his safe house, I thought, right? I don't know. I thought it was just his apartment. Where he oh, maybe. Maybe it's his only place. I thought it was supposed to be like more of a safe house uh, like that he had in New York. But I mean, I, I liked it. I liked the idea of it. I liked that he was harboring uh, st- stolen Stark gear. Yeah, then, that was, that's a little weird that he had that. So then in Hawkeye, there's a moment, not to talk about Hawkeye too much, but there's a moment where there's some Stark gear in Hawkeye. And I thought to myself, oh, Clint Barton, are you breaking the law too? Is owning any Stark gear essentially breaking the law at this point? He has Pemtech too, though, so who knows? But yeah, yeah, he does. But doesn't that feel a little off that like, is it like, what's going on? Is Pepper like attacking her friends, like going after them, you know, like legally for like using Stark equipment. I, I mean, it was that. weird that Pepper was never mentioned, especially with the MIT stuff. It's like, wouldn't that be the first person you right. call to? Because Tony went to MIT. He went to, he, and he apparently was giving them a lot of fucking money too. Yep. Exactly. So, That's the whole barf moment is about, right? In Civil War. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, well, you not have the ability to call Pepper. I mean, you can call Happy, whatever, but Happy, does Happy not have Pepper's number? Does Pepper not exist anymore? I mean, I get that they don't want to deal with Gwyneth Paltrow, but they can say Pepper without having to show her. Dude, that's so funny you said that. Yeah, that Pepper, yeah, they don't even mention Pepper, but think about that. They also hired the actress that played um, Morgan Stark. Uh, fuck, I wrote yeah, her name her out, in yeah. our doc. Uh, yeah, you heard about that? Okay, yeah, so yeah, well, her name was uh, Lexi Rab, or Rabe, or Rape, or whatever. And she, um, and she was cut from the fucking movie. Apparently, Disney asked to use her likeness, so it's like, what happened there? Like, yeah, is that like... Is that literally part of like the whole Pepper Potts storyline that was cut out of this? Because I feel like something should have been there. Maybe they don't want to mention Pepper because they know they'll never get Gwyneth back. I don't know. Yeah, because Gwyneth only came back because of Robert, right? And yeah, I mean, you think she'd just do it for money, but she's such a no. She's a horrible person. I I think. I think she's like, oh, Robert's done. I guess I'm done too. Then right? Because like, it's beneath me now. That's how I think she sees it, probably. Uh, So um. Well, speaking about, I guess, like, you know, uh, uh, the the kids and everyone else that's, like, you know, kind of peripheral to Spider-Man with Michelle and Ned Leeds, um, the high school, the high school mural, <laughs> did, excuse me, the high school mural, did you notice that the high school mural had, like, Howard Stark, Hank yeah, Finn, Janet Van Dyne, Dr. Erskine? Yeah, that's when there's some homecoming. I love that, dude. I love that. But they got it's got. I felt like we finally got the full view of it in one shot when he I, was coming I, up the I, stairs. I've always noticed Howard Stark was part of it, which is conf- yeah. I mean, it's like a little weird because there's uh, Einstein's there too, and it's yeah. like Howard Stark. If if Walt Disney was a person, like in Howard Hughes, were people like how does Howard <laughs> Stark really work? So he's so <laughs> based on Walt Disney, but obviously Disney does exist in the Disney universe in the MCU. 
Does it? I think so. There's been references to it. Has there? I guess they have to reference it in they some They reference way. Star Wars, so... I mean. Yeah, and they reference pop art, right? They reference uh, uh, the Pinocchio song in Age of Ultron, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I guess it has to... Yeah, it has to. They literally wrote Unless it Unless that was an original song that uh, Ultron they was wrote creating. It. Yeah. Joss wrote it into the script. I feel like there's also another major Disney reference, actually, in it. I don't know what it is, but I'm I think, sure I feel like something. there is, but I don't remember. I feel like there's at least one more than just that. Um, okay, well, uh, so speaking of, I guess, you know keeping this within like Tony Stark's world. I love when Electro shows up and he's like feeling the power right away and he's rebuilding himself huh. Dr. Manhattan style. And he's <laughs> rebuilding himself and he's like, what is this power I feel? It's different. Yeah, it's arc reactor power. He's calling back to the Avengers, beginning of the Avengers, when you see Tony Stark for the first time in that film and he's attaching arc reactor to New York City's power grid yep. and then it powers the entire, you know, Avengers Tower and the whole concept they're talking about the Avengers Tower is to power all of New York. So eventually that did work in some way, and that's why Electro is like, oh, this power is so different, and that's why he's attracted to the arc reactor when he sees it. I fucking love that, because at first watch of that, I was kind of like, is it just supposed to be like a different universe's power? And no, I think yeah, it, was, it was definitely arc reactor stuff. That they were talking. He was into that arc reactor. He's like, oh my god, what the fuck, arc reactor. Yeah. I love that. And I kind of like how that, I love how that ties these all these villains into their characters, into the story, into the narrative. Everyone felt justified even the lizard even had the, the i would say the least to do in it in the movie when it came to any kind of story still felt like he was justified to be there like it made sense for why he was there because he knew peter parker and it would be great to like have this villain that you didn't you know have the beast villain that you can fight you need that you need a dish you need pawns right it's like magneto says you let the pawns go first you needed a pawn character and the lizard's a perfect pawn character that you can dismantle and then move on to the harder characters because you can't fight you can't fight all these characters at once, and this movie really shows how Sinister Six is going to be so fucking hard to do. And it's never going to be it, done. It's done. Well, I mean, it, but like, it, it, it's like the idea that Sony wanted to do a Sinister Six film after Amazing Spider-Man Two. It's like, dude, like the, you're buying off so much to do that. Like, it does not make unless everyone is a pawn, and you like you can't really focus on six villains in that way because this movie did five, and really, if you added a sixth villain into this. I don't. It would have. It would have gone too far because like Lizard was already pushing it on like being the need needed be there moment. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I because like Doc Ock shines and then he's gone for a long time and then comes back at the end to save the day in a great way. I mean, you're not sure if he's turned or not. Willem Dafoe gets a ton of effort and time. Uh, Jamie Fox is a bunch of a bunch of punchlines, but it's, they're fucking all great. Sandman. Yeah, like he, he was. He was. He enjoyed his time. He was having fun. I loved it. Yeah, I loved Jamie Foxx's uh, portrayal of Electro in this. I thought he was great. He's Him and Andrew Garfield, for me, are like some of my favorite parts of the whole movie. Sandman is wonderful, too, but I also like how he's Yeah, he motivated. was kind of weird. He didn't seem uh, like he was really like there mentally. I think he's supposed to be there because he's kind of like confused, but he's supposed to, he just wants to get back to his daughter, right? Like the only, he, yeah, remember whatever, that in 2007? Don't you? I also liked how <clears throat> there was like referencing to like how Sandman had evolved or, or was devolving into sand. And, like, he couldn't get out of it. And so he was stuck in, like, a sand mode. And it wasn't until he was saved, essentially, by Peter Yeah, he could. He could I, I figured that was just because they didn't really have to have him in church or wanted to age him. Because he could look normal when he wanted to in the third movie. So Right, but I, I think it's, like, a devolving of the character. Like, like a, the way in, like, the Astonishing X-Men, Beast is devolved more into a Beast character and less, like, a human Beast character. Okay. 
I like that. I think that's fun. It's kind of nice little like the, all these little like moments you just built on like these little things. And you're so burpy and coffee. I love it. I love it, baby. Um, so our Sister Six finally here. Like I said, the other Homecoming film and Far From Home film had a Sister Six: Adrian Toomes as Vulture, White Shocker, Black Shocker, Tinkerer, Scorpion, a Prowler, and Homecoming. And Far From Home was Mysterial, Elemental Sand, Elemental Water, Elemental fire and elemental cyclone uh a molten man hydro man sandman essentially but not the real sandman and then we had of course chameleon as dimitri but not really you know never really paid off um but speaking of villains in no way home we got a couple references up in the rifts up in the multiversal rifts up in the sky we got craven the hunter yeah I know and this. scorpion and like the same shot then there's some other random people i couldn't tell but then there was Clear's fucking day, animated series, straight out of the comic books, Rhino. Okay. Dude in a big giant suit with a fucking <clears throat> huge horn coming off the top of his head. Yeah. I was like, yes, I fucking was so happy. Did you see any of these? Did you catch any of Not really. Catch? I mean, I, I I watched the Mr. Sunday movie where he's like, look at the things. They're all in there. The Rhino's there. And I'm like, okay. Dude, the Rhino was there. The I rhino was clouds. I couldn't really tell anything. I tried to point out the Rhino of the family, and they, I don't think they ever really saw it. My son and I uh, saw it twice, and I, and I don't think he ever saw it either time. Because it is it is hard to kind of understand what you're looking at when you're looking at it in those moments. But, yeah, it's uh, I was so fucking happy to see the Rhino giant dude in a gray suit. I fucking love that look. It's so ridiculous. Um, what did you think, of though, of this Sinister Six, Doc Ock? Would you like him? Did you like his inclusion in the story? Did you like the way his narrative continued that he was kind of poisoned by the arms, and then once he was freed of him, he was actually a really nice guy that just wanted to help Peter? Okay, well, that's that's something that uh, <clears throat> I think the Mr. Sunday movie pointed out, too, is that, like, what? the plot of this movie doesn't make a whole lot of sense because it's not super clear how these guys would be teleported back. It says that <clears throat> they're all being teleported from, like, right before they die. Oh, yeah. They, they're all cured in this film. Not all of them, right? But they're all cured in this film. And then the ones that go back to the universes still go back to the moment they die. Yeah, so... Now, Dr. Ock, he, he, he no longer is insane because he has the inhibitor chip, but he's drowning. He goes drowning. and drowns himself. Yeah, he goes and drowns himself, yeah. <clears throat> so it doesn't No, because he hasn't drowned himself yet. Because remember, he disappears right as he's ho holding Toby's neck. Because he's like, I was holding your, your neck, and then now I'm here. So there's he's a still going to have to kill himself movie. in order to stop the sun. Exactly. So he just goes back and goes, hey, you don't have to change me. I'm already changed, but I realize I have to sacrifice myself now here. Okay, bye-bye, Ted. So he's still dead. Doc yeah. Ock is still dead. And, and two of them didn't die. I don't think Electro died, and I don't think Lizard died. They don't. That's a, okay. That's a mistake. So the trailer says like all these villains yeah. die by the hands of Peter Parker's or whatever. In the movie, that line's not said. Only a few of them is acknowledged. They go back and die. Even like because like Sandman knows he's not dead. Lizard didn't, doesn't die. He's in prison. <clears throat> But Electro realizes, oh shit, I'm about to die because I was I was about to explode. I was blowing up. On, I was getting all this energy surge, and that's how they kill him. The energy surge explodes him. <clears throat> and then, um, and then uh, Doc Ock re remembers just holding Peter Parker by the neck, which he's holding Tobey Maguire by. And then Willem Dafoe is in that moment about to fucking kill Spider-Man, essentially, right? But it's before he's damaged, and it's before Spider-Man's damaged because his the the mask is perfect, right? There's no damage done at all to Willem Dafoe yet. So it's at that point where he was about, like, they were coming in around probably after the Brooklyn Bridge or whatever it is before they go to the the, the hmm. uh, construction site or whatever it is, the, the, the fucking shitty down house or whatever. So all those only a few characters are taken before their death, but those characters are sent back to think about it. Green Goblin is cured, right? And then he's sent back to that moment where Toby's just going to kill him. 
right? Because yeah. Toby's, I mean, the, these well, characters. The Toby is from the future, like modern day Toby and Andrew. It's, but it's not. They are the ones who are pulled into this thing, right? So, but, but but not the one that Green Goblin's about to. No, meet. no, he'll have no idea about any of that. So exactly, in the future. So, so they were in the middle of a him. heated battle where Goblin just is about to kill a bunch of kids at the at a fucking you know Brooklyn uh, bridge or whatever, and a bunch of people are like, "Hey, you mess with New Yorkers, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us." Like that just happened. So Toby's aimed to like beat up the fucking Green Goblin right now and possibly kill him. Green Goblin was sent back to die essentially, cured. So Norman goes back like, I'm cured. And, and Toby's all like, yeah, I'm dead. You know what I yeah, mean? I mean like, that's, that's my problem with the movie is like knowing that what they're, the whole thing that they're trying to do is kind of pointless. They should just push the button. Now, granted, Willem Dafoe did kill himself in the movie. It wasn't actually Toby that kills him. Yeah. So maybe Toby doesn't maybe, kill He might one. actually be the only one that survives. And then the lizard, we know the lizard actually survives, right? He's just cured. It doesn't matter. World, the, 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 curing the lizard is the mean, most meaningless one. He gets cured in the movie. Right, so no, that's the point, right? Like, the, so he, when he's taken, he's taken from the moment before he's cured, and so that's why he's the lizard. He's not like a lizard in jail, and so he's cured again. That's why it was such a joke when Andrew Garfield's all like, "I can do this. I've already done it before." It's because it's like, okay, you're just redoing the shit you just did in the first in the first Amazing Spider-Man movie, anyway. Yeah, Sandman doesn't die. He just blows away in the wind, and he's he's fine. Yeah. Yeah, he becomes sand. He probably but Electro dies. And Electro, I like that Electro's motivation is essentially he loves the new power and he doesn't want to go back to fucking die. Because he's a, he literally was, out of all of them, Goblin was taken moments before he dies. Doc Ock, again, maybe minutes before he dies. Electro was literally taken seconds or milliseconds before he died. Because he's like, I'm being fed power. I was getting more power than I could imagine, and then, oh, I was about to die. Like, because yep. he was. That's how they fucking killed him. And now him. he'll just be a regular man having thousands of volts of electricity going to him. And he got, not just a regular man. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, the, the, that, that's, that's my big problem with the movie, is that it does not uh, hold up to its own logic. No, it, 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 it has a little issues with that, too. Um, for instance, a couple things that I noticed while watching the film, one is like, the, the the suit that Spider-Man wears that he has to turn inside out because it gets green paint on it and yeah. shit. It's like when he turns it inside out and he wears it in, inside out, it's got microchips and wires sticking out of it. And it's like, dude, that would hurt a lot it to wear directly against your skin. And you're like, well, he doesn't wear it directly against his skin. He wears other things on top of it, like Under Armour. No, He's both naked. in Far From Home, Under, I'm sorry, No Way Home only. and Homecoming, he literally is just wearing underwear only. Yep. He's naked underneath that. So that those microchips are like burning up against his skin and shit like that. And those little servos and whatnot are all right up against his skin. That looked it was not a good look. And then on top of that, Doctor Strange is left dangling over the Grand Canyon for twelve hours. He'd be very dehydrated. I feel like, like Doctor Strange would have been able to accomplish getting out of what Peter Parker did to him a lot faster with the use of magic than being like trapped. Well he didn't have his sling ring, and that's in Doctor Strange. If you don't have your sling ring, you can't class spells. But he can't but he can't no 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 that's just I think that was for the transport, uh, the teleportation spell he could still do other spells without his sling ring I thought when you get stuck somewhere without your sling ring you're stuck there but he, he's just stuck in the mirror dimension can't he just do a spell to get out of the mirror dimension maybe not without a sling ring I thought the sling ring was only for teleportation. No, spells. I thought it's for like almost all spells. Like, so it's need... the Harry Potter wand is what you think it is yeah basically I thought you without, without one of those you really are pretty useless Okay, I don't know. I, I have to rewatch Doctor Strange and find out. I don't know. I mean, clear. Benjamin Bratt wasn't. I don't. Was he wearing one when he was using his I don't spell? Think so. I don't know. I don't. I don't fucking know these things. I don't think so. But who knows? Okay. I mean, they made a point. That he takes the sling ring, so he, he's stuck there. 
some way. Oh, speaking, I guess of 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 uh, the villains, actually, uh, Doc, uh, uh, not Doctor Strange, but a uh, uh, Green Goblin. I thought the editing at the end battle between Tom Holland Spider Man and Willem Dafoe Green Goblin, that editing was like born supremacy action fight editing, like camera work. Yeah, it they, was they like, did with the punches. They really were showing that he was punching them hard. What was the purpose of that? Was that because Willem Dafoe is so fucking old? Maybe. Cutting around I, something. That was, I mean, come on. We were able to put Count Dooku, put Christopher Lee's head on Count Dooku for another stuntman to do things. I don't know why they couldn't have done something similar. In I thought it was just a stylistic choice. It was stylistically designed to be that way. It looked bad. I was like, dude, don't you remember? Nobody liked this from Born Supremacy. No, Did they didn't. This? Nor did they like it from Quantum of Solace. Or Batman Begins, right? Like, yeah. nobody. That's the one thing about Batman Begins. Everyone's like, great fucking movie. has the worst Batman action in it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're right, because it's bad editing around it. Um, okay, so um, I guess uh, before we wrap this all the way up, I just had a few things I, I wanted to say about Toby's uh, Spider-Man I thought was really cool. You kind of touched upon it earlier, and I wanted to get back to it right now. So the web come, right? It's finally discussed. Right, yeah. Like they actually discuss it. Like it's not just like a little slight nod or like look at like a wink and a nod. Like ew, you know what is that coming on your wrist? It's like a whole thing. Like they get into it and they and it, it's a second scene where they come back to it. Yeah. In fact, I, I'm glad they come notice- back to it. Initially, I thought they weren't. And I was like, eh, they need to talk about that more. Did you notice that that second scene where they come back to it is literally the leaked video of Andrew Garfield when he's like like that leaked video that everyone's all like it's deep faked. No, oh, yeah. No, that video did, yes. is literally that scene. Doing the pose, yeah. That was like he when he's in that pose, they're literally talking about that moment. They're talking about about what like Toby, how his webbing comes out, and like which holes it comes out. Even Tom Holland even asked, "Does it come out other holes?" Yeah. Like this was like getting like dirty. Like I was really shocked that they went all the way with that. They didn't go all the way with it. Uh, I mean, they could have gone a lot further with being like, "Well, you know." you come normal <laughs> like the- yeah, yeah yeah how does it yeah how do you blast um the other thing that was interesting too is that they do like little nods too with toby's like uh spider-man 2 uh with the web block right when they like even talk about like oh you ever have you ever have like a, a you know a cock block a web block and like yeah he's like yeah i do and oh it's you know, cock block well cock block doesn't mean you can't no what it doesn't but they're kind of like playing with this this loose terminology and this kind of you know little adult conversations and then he's like it was existential meaning like it's in his head which is kind of if you think of it like that's what that references in those in those types of films too like those films are about you know coming of age and like being teenage years that's the whole point of spider-man is puberty yeah the character is puberty toby's clearly like 34 years old so having like ed right would be essentially like what that's referring to yeah there's a little bit of that in in spider-man too Talking about the web block in that way is kind of like that in that way. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You're frozen, but I can hear you fine. Oh, my God. I can hear you fine, too. Am I frozen? No, you're fine. Okay. So, anyways, I love you, buddy. (laughs) So, I like how they did that. There you go. And and then I kind of enjoy how, like, Toby brought this. We talked about already earlier, like, you know, how is this helping with the Avengers line? But I like how he's like, you know, they're like, like, we're going to kick some ass. And he's like, cure some ass. And then even like it goes further with like you Wait, know, Toby uh, says that. Yeah, Toby's all like cure some ass, and then That's and Toby. then and then that leads to like cure dad ass. <laughs> like I thought they kept going with it. It was like they didn't care. Yeah, they I found that a little line. annoying in this movie actually. You thought Ned was annoying? Yeah, a little bit. He was just like, uh, yeah, I get it, you're Ned, but like you know. I felt his. I felt the magic thing was a was 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 a fun little nod, and then it became a little much throughout the film. And now I'm like, I'm like, oh, is well, that, he gonna... I mean, it really downplays how difficult these spells are to do. It seems like the swing kinda, ring does all the work. 
So that's where it's like when when like Doctor Strange is like you can do that. It felt like okay, maybe they're like saying Ned Leeds is gonna turn into a you know a, a sorcerer. I mean, he's hobgoblin in the comics, and that's kind of like a great callback too. When like all the Peters are talking about like, or at least Toby's talking about how his friend died in front of him, and it was yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Also I, like that was trying a to kill him. Up, because Andrew could have been like, oh, I had a Harry turn to a no, goblin too. If you listen, Andrew's in the background, and you hear him go, "Damn!" Like because he's and he's and the way he sells "damn" is like, "Damn, me too." It's like a total "damn, me too." But he doesn't. Say but he me wasn't too. like that. I mean, I guess he was friends with Harry in that one, but it's he like, was. But it came out of nowhere because I'm not mentioned in the first movie. Right, because Harry's in Europe. You know, banging supermodels or whatever they say in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, Dane DeHaan, is that actor's name? Yeah, Dane DeHaan, yeah. Who, I mean, I don't mind his Harry. I thought his Harry was good. I thought his Green Goblin was all right. He's young Leo. He's just little Leo. He is. He's cute little young Leo. And then even um, when uh, Toby's talking to even Andrew, and Toby's all like, you know, you're not lame. And like Andrew's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, no, you're not lame. You're amazing. You're amazing. That one's your you name. You are amazing. Even though he is the least amazing of the three of them in terms of like what he's done. <laughs> I know, but it was just so good they kept saying that. Like, A, it was like the positive Toby was telling the, the dark and gritty yeah. Andrew that he was amazing, referencing obviously the name The Amazing Spider-Man. You know, like it's just... It was so good. Like, I loved all that shit so much. I thought that was fucking fantastic. Like, I was just like, it was all the right amount of fan service. It didn't feel like fan service too far. It didn't feel like they were kind of like, you know, uh, 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 giving us everything. Like, they didn't give us miles like I wanted, right? We no, I knew. But yeah, there was no, they don't shoehorn a miles in. Miles will have his own movie. This could have been like so much more fan service in this, right? Like, there could have been, but they just didn't. And it was a nice balancing act between like making it, Tom Holland's Peter Parker's movie, but also tying in all these narratives from these other films, from these five other films, and then at the same time, in ways, like ending some loose ends, like tying up some loose ends, like the way the Gwen Stacy death is finally dealt with by Andrew Garfield, and he saves MJ, and he's, you know, he cries a little bit from it, and the way, you know, you know, Toby and MJ have made it work, even though it's been tough, and the way that, like, you know, Electro is not really a bad guy he's just kind of just drunk on power absolute power corrupts absolutely like all these doc ox not really a bad guy he's just corrupted literally by the, the robots attached to him Willem Dafoe is not really a bad or uh, uh norman's not really a bad guy he's just accidentally like been given a serum that fucks him up and gives him essentially like you know multiple personality disorder like these it's great that they go through this and then and then you kind of have this all play through what needs to be Peter Parker making the ultimate sacrifice, right? Essentially giving up his identity, giving up all his loved ones. And what having Aunt May die kind of was this great idea to then be able to go, yeah, now he's finally free of Marvel, of the MCU. He can do his own thing. He's Spider-Man, but he can literally just do his own thing. And it's, it's kind of like having everyone forget Peter's this really great way to adapt to the studio slash actor contracts of the actual world we live in. And so the it's that nature of Hollywood, like we don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. So like we don't know how play, things play out. So if Sony and Marvel don't figure things out, Spidey is essentially essentially gone moving forward in the MCU. Like he doesn't need to exist necessarily anymore. I guess that yeah, that is a way of doing it. I guess I didn't really think about that. I mean, I assume that we're still gonna get ver uh, MCU stuff. We get one more MCU Spider-Man because currently, as of right now. That's what's left on the contract. So he will show up one more time in the MCU as Tom Holland, and then after that, we're out of contract. Yeah, but I mean, the, 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 the thing you would move it into is is him versus the is the, the Tom Hardy Venom. 
Right, which is but they but the funny thing is they can't get there until they do the MCU film. So that's where Tom Holland's contract is preventing any more Sony Spider-Man Tom Holland films moving forward until they get the new contract figured out, which they may start of already on realistically. Um, also, kind of as we wrap this up, I wanted to say that this movie had so many fucking suits in it. I love that we had the black and red. We got the Iron Spider came back. We got the uh, uh, black and gold we talked about, which is kind of super uncomfortable, realistically. And, and it looks great, huh. but kind of was would be weird to wear with actually like having gears on you and shit and computer parts on you. The Iron Black slash Red Spider, I fucking love that, where they took the red and black suit from the end of Far From Home and then ended the nano... Uh, uh, like bots back onto it to like make it into a new Iron Spider suit. I thought that was really cool. And then we finally ended with the comic accurate red blue. Yeah. Which he looked like he took the shine because he he went for shiny material. Yeah. I feel like Andrews that was, was inspiration. Shiny. Yeah, that was inspiration from Andrew Garfield's right, the, the, Spider Man. The, the front has the uh, the Toby Spider symbol on it. And the back has the Andrew Garfield side on it. And then it's got the shine from the Andrew Garfield. So I love that he got inspiration from these other Peters. Yeah, yeah, it was cute. It was a cute little nod. It was a nice little nod. All right, well, I think that's pretty much it. I have a few questions for you that we haven't really hit yet um, while going through this. Um, so I'll just ask them to you. When do you think Tom Holland will show up next in the MCU? What is the next movie he shows up in? Do you think it's the Secret Invasion storyline or Secret War we haven't even gotten to because Secret Invasion hasn't happened? Or is he in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness and they're just getting it one and done real quick? <sighs> He might have a cameo in that. I don't think we see him for a while. He might not like appear again until another Sony movie. Well, no, no, he's going to be in the MCU before he's in another Sony film. Contractually, he has to. Oh, uh, that maybe maybe it is Doctor Strange, or maybe it's that the next big movie, whatever it is, Secret Wars, yeah. whatever Avengers, Secret Wars, something like that. Yeah, maybe. It's getting a little bit annoying, though, to have him in New York and to have him not show up in Falcon and the Winter Soldier and to not have him show up in Hawkeye at this point. Like, this is... Well, you know, it's too so expensive for those, yeah. It is, but it's, it's, it's weird to have this big Spider-Man character now and to have him so absent. Now, he... I'm guessing Hawkeye ends... Final episode is Christmas. The first episode out of six literally says six days of Christmas. So it's like almost like a day of Christmas or yeah. like advent calendar. Should have been a movie. Should have been a movie. It definitely should have been a movie. Only a movie. But the uh, Spider-Man film ends with Christmas, like swinging, swinging through Christmas, New York, snow and everything. Like we've never seen Spider-Man like this before. Other than, you know, the grave sites at Amazing Spider-Man 2 where it was in the snow. Um, so always going but, to a grave at the end of his movies. Yeah, and you, it always does, right? Because someone always dies because that's the sacrifice of knowing Spider-Man. It's going to kill you. Um, but it, it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, he's swinging through New York. He's swinging past all these Christmas trees, like Rockefeller Center or whatever the fuck. And it's like Hawkeye has a whole battle at the end of Rockefeller Center. It's like, well, it just doesn't make sense. He's not showing up in any of these other storylines. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, not even if they're like a quick in and out. Like, it just... It feels so empty to not have Spider-Man in, in, in New York with all these other things in New York happening. I feel like Marvel needs to really try out other cities and get out of New York for a bit if they're going to keep Spider-Man so absent. Because like, these are major events happening. Like This is a major fight in Rockefeller Square and Hawkeye. This is a major battle happening throughout New York in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Where the fuck is Spider-Man? Contractually in another? I mean, Exactly. Like, it's, 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 that, that's the problem with the shared universe is that you either have all these people completely or you don't and marvel never really did so it was always like oh wow robert downey jr is actually in the spider-man movie 
it seems like he's still in LA though. Uh, maybe they didn't bother moving him from one place to another. It's it's like you, you know how you can see him getting paid every cent he's like every second he's on screen. So you know there's like times when like oh they're really stretching their budget. Like you knew it. They had to pay a good amount of money to get Toby Maguire back. And Andrew Garfield was just like oh yeah give me a hundred bucks maybe I'll be there. <laughs> so so you always see the money whatever. It's not just like, oh, my God, that character is here. Like, oh, Wong showed up. It's like, yeah, because it's fucking Benedict Wong, right? <laughs> That's his name. Um, yeah. So it's like, yeah, he's, it's like he's not he's not super expensive. Benedict Cumberbatch is expensive. So, yeah, he's not going to pop up in your little Shang-Chi, even though, you know, he could. Uh, Mark Ruffalo, it's a lot less expensive than a lot of the other actors we have around here, including probably Edward Norton. <laughs> you know, we made a conscious decision to go with a cheaper actor we could use for more stuff. So it's like, yeah. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that's why in the end we, we have this, you know, this great way of being like, oh, yeah, now the MCU can forget about Peter Parker. He maybe doesn't exist ever again. Like, we just, we'll have him show up in one Doctor Strange moment, and then that's it. Hold on. I'm going to show you. I'm going to send you something. Speaking of uh, Hawkeye, <gasps> you know Vertimate? When I was talking about the, 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 the VR porn. Oh, uh, yes. There, 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 there she is. <laughs> wow. Looks pretty accurate. Have you had your own Hawkeye night? Hawkeye night? What? Yeah, get with your Hawkeye. You just you showed me Clint uh, Clint Barton uh, look alike that you bang in VR, right? No, you just showed me. Is it Clint? <laughs> Clint Barton? Was that Clint? Was that Clint Barton you showed me? Uh, I'm, bang, I'm just looking. I'm just looking through the, the 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 Marvel category of the options. Here's Brie. Here's the current Brie. It's okay. That's not bad. Yeah, Jesus. I mean, it's not accurate based on you know leaks and stuff, of course. And Alexander Daddario um, keeps popping up. Like you're not in the MCU unless I'm mistaken. Yeah, she should be though. I think that's what they're trying to say. Is she? she? Be. Um, okay, I think. Yeah, I, I think. No, Tom she's not. Probably, that's what am I thinking of? <laughs> I think Tom Holland's going to be showing up in Secret Wars, and I think they're going to give him some serious time off. I don't think he's showing up in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. But the real question here is: Does this next Spider-Man: Homecoming four movie have Tom's Peter Parker mentoring Miles or Gwen? What do you think, Velk? Miles or Gwen? And Spider-Man: Homecoming Four. I don't know if we see either of them because I don't think Sony wants to give up on Spider-Verse shit, and it sees them as Spider-Verse profitable. They don't want to 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 to, to, to demarginalize that. That's the current. That's the current rating, Alyssa Daddario. No, that's not it. That's bad. Yeah, and this bothers me. They got the chick from uh, in the MCU. You know, Jess, whatever her name is, the Asian chick who's like, uh, no, from, who? Uh, Oh wait, Iron Fist. Uh, yeah. um Colleen Wing. Yeah, Colleen Wing. They have her in the Marvel categories. Jessica Henwick, who gave up actually being um, in Shang Chi, his sister, to be in Matrix uh, Resurrections. Yeah, and speaking of, so they have her in the Marvel category, but that's her look from the Matrix Resur- Resurrections. Now it's pretty good. She doesn't look quite Asian enough. Nope. I mean, these are paid looks. You have to buy these. They're like a dollar each. What does that mean? What do you mean? Like, who do you pay? Like, wh- where are you putting this money? Uh, the, uh, it, it now has a built-in marketplace, like its own like little like uh, tr- trader thing. So you 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 just pay through PayPal and, and you you get them. Oh, wow! It's like an app store now. 
It, weird. So so amazing. <laughs> well, no, they they have porn stars who are now like identity like, rights is going to be a real thing of the future. Yeah, no, there's porn <laughs> like this. This is just like this is just Sophie D because it's just like she she's obviously agreed. Wait, why? Because it, it just says Sophie D. Like the <laughs> other ones have to be like legally distinct. This is an original work, but it looks like Captain oh. Marbles. But but the, the porn stars just say Skylar Rocks, Sophie D, because they, they actually are like, yeah, they don't care. I'll take I'll take the the two cents, right, based on my likeness for whatever money you extramate because now it's not offended. Good SEO. But, yeah, they're not offended by it, of course. Yeah, well, yeah, no, exactly. Like she, Sophie's not going to care, but you know, for. But but if you want other ones, here's another Marvel one for you. You eat Florence Pug. <laughs> oh right, the, 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 oh, she looks a little close to it. I it's guess. close, but it's not quite there. No Scarlet Witch or anything. Oh, there's. I'm sure she's in here somewhere. I'm, I like I said, you 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 scroll down, and you get. Stuff so you don't think he's going to mention? There's Olivia Wilde as Tron in the, in the Marvel category for some reason. Cora. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's not a Marvel character, but it is owned by Disney. I don't have it yet. Um, I didn't send it to you because that's not that's not that's not into you. Oh, you should be share screen sharing. It'd be easier. Anyways, um, here's Carrie Ann Moss, and it took me a second because I'm like, she's not in the MCU. Oh wait, yes, yeah, she is in the MCU. Oh yeah, that's right, because she's in uh, um the 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 Netflix Marvel Netflix. Yeah. So there's some of course. There's, there's some there's some Matrix crossover here, but I'm scrolling down again. A lot of Olivia Wilde. She's not in there. Love it. And there's also um, just, just just ones without. So wait, you don't think Peter's mentoring anybody in the next movie? You think it's just gonna pick up and we're just gonna follow Peter, Peter, Pumpkin Eater all the way around? Like that's it? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see why he would be mentoring someone yet. I, don't I feel think he's like there they're yet. gonna make a live action Miles. I think they're gonna go live action Miles, not Gwen, but live action Miles, or or they're just gonna do live action into the Spider Verse essentially, but just make it Miles and Gwen in Peter's world. Have but have the same kind of budding love affair. I don't think Peter's gonna fall Ooh. in love with Gwen. Do you think Peter falls in with a different MJ or or Gwen Stacy, or is it just going to find Michelle Zendaya again? Oh no, they 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 they. I mean, unless they get him with a third black girl, I assume that it'll be it'll be Zendaya. But he's going to be pining for her and you know trying to oh, figure dude. out a way to get back to her. I hope he finds Harley Dean. That would be amazing. That would be the best thing ever. Put her in a fucking Spider-Man movie. Then it's like ten out of five easy. Do we get the Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man three? Do we get that now because of Andrew? No, no. A, he's 38. He's he's like almost 40 years old. B, that would be very confusing. No, they could do it now. I think it's confusing enough already that the audiences are able to handle it. Huh. You don't think so? You don't think we – it's trending, by the way. It's trending. I know. It's trending, but it means nothing. Trending means nothing. Spider-Man – Zack Snyder's Justice League would beg to differ. Well, yeah, but all the people who like were tweeting like prison for Kyle, they they didn't get it. That's justice. It's different. Uh, that's the that's the legal justice. system, right? That's not that's not you know fucking you know stupid Marvel movies and DC movies. That's a yeah. whole other world. You can't you can't be like trending what you want a legal case to be. It doesn't matter what it's gonna be. It's gonna be whatever the jury or the or the judge decide. It's nothing. To, it's, trending doesn't matter to that. Trending matters for Zack Snyder's Justice League because that actually helped. Like it was one of the biggest things that ever trended, and because of that, it became a fucking movie reality. I I don't. There is no Tasm three in the can that was that was shot that's not been edited. So that's I think the only difference, right? I don't think we get a Tasm 3, and I don't think we ever get a Spider-Man 4. I think what No Way Home is, is the amazing Spider-Man 3 that we never got, and I think it's the Spider-Man 4 that we hmm. never got. 
I think it is the it is the most continuation of those character stories we will ever have ever again. I think so too. I mean, this movie, like no, no way home. Like that's it. We're not getting yeah, any no more Toby. Yeah. We're not getting any more Andrew. And that's just unless they show up in another Spider Verse style film, right? If they show up in a Spider Verse style film, totally withstanding of that. I don't think we get Tasm three. I don't think we get Spider Man four. I just don't think we make Tasm. those movies ever again. Tasm three babies. All right. So the only thing left to do, Felk, at this point, is just rank. Every fucking Spider-Man film in the franchise, and that's including the Venoms and the Into the Verses, okay? Felk, please. I went first with every single rating. You go first with all the ranking. Do you want to know what your past ranking is? Because you can just go to the old ranking yeah, I know. list. I, I kinda, I, I'll do it fresh, but you go first. What? You're going to go fresh? You're not going to look at your no, old ranking list? No, I'm not going to look at my old ranking. I'm going to do a completely new one. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll do it completely off the cuff by feel, by heart. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I'm also changing some of my ranking, my past ranking, because I did have Homecoming um, and uh, Far From Home in different places. Um, they were just next to each other but switched, and I would now put you know Homecoming uh, below Far From Home. So moving forward with my rank, here we go. Number... 10 <gasps> because this is out of 10 baby are you ready yeah all right number 10 is amazing spider-man 2 it is not that good unfortunately number nine is venom number eight is spider-man 3 number seven is spider-man 2 number six oof i think and i'm trying to take everything into account right now Number six, I think, is still going to be Amazing Spider-Man. Even though I love it more than Spider-Man, I'm going to put Spider-Man next at number five because, for me, Spider-Man is more quintessential um, uh, of, a, of a superhero story. It's very much Christopher Reeve Superman to me. And, and, and I, I have to say it's, it's better when it comes to the two origins. It's the better of the two origin stories. Number four, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number three, No Way Home. Uh, number two, Far From Home. And number one is Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, that is by far my favorite. It is the, it is the only Spider-Man film that I just felt like everything <clears throat> was just so perfect. It's the right running time. It's not overindulgent. And it, it, it it's the right amount of also, as you like to say, lampshading. It's put a lamp on it or whatever they say, right? Put a fucking – it's lampshading. It's, it, 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 they constantly – reference it over and over and over again and, and, and they point out how ridiculous and stupid it is or how it's in a new Spider-Verse. What are you talking about? No Way Home? And, no, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, the Spider-Verse. Oh. But I like it. I think it, it's handled right and it has the Lord Miller touch. It really does. Are you going to one? Are you crazy? Yeah, it's my number one. Oh, uh, you cuck. <laughs> what? Now, Felk, what is your... Now, I have your old list. No, I'm not looking at that. Fuck that I'll list. I'll have to rebuild your list based on, 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 on whatever you say. So go ahead. Start with your number 10. Long silence. Number 10. I'm thinking. I'm doing this by heart. I think my number 10 is Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yep, that's what it was before. But, all right. Do you not want me to tell you what yeah, it was you before? Yeah, you can tell me. I don't care. Okay. Uh, number 9, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, that's a big change. That used to be a Spider-Man 3 slot. Let's go. Number eight. Yeah, number I'm, go eight. I'm going my feeling here. I'm going to Spider-Man 3 now. 
Okay, so number eight, Spider-Man three. Okay, so Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse has just gotten so much worse with all that cuck stuff for you. Far from home, though. Yep, that's still right. Number seven, that's still the same. Oh shit, we didn't put Venom. Uh, let there be carnage in here. It is. On, it, 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 I, I see it. I got it. No. Fuck no no. You you would have to start at number eleven. It's already too late. It's already too change, late. Change the numbers then. We'll have to, but you you have to restart your 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 numbering because you started at right, ten. Fine, fine. I, I'll, I'll redo it. I'll have to redo mine I, I, later. I've been going off the list that's in the thing in the, in the current doc, not the old list. So I know what I'm doing here. All right. Well, yeah, but but your numbers would be still off though. All right. Now saying. see if I can remember what I did. Eleven would have been yep. Amazing Spider-Man two. Correct. The ten would have been Into the Spider-Verse. The nine would be Spider-Man three, and then eight would be yeah, uh, Far From Home. Right. So it's still the same for you. Now I'm in a tougher area here. I'm gonna go Take Homecoming. Homecoming at seven. Yeah. Okay. Let there be carnage. <gasps> oh, really? No way home. Venom. Just but just because it had the characters I liked. Which wait wait sorry number five is what? Uh, where was the last one I gave you? Number six was Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Number five? Uh, I, I said No Way Home. No Way Home, okay. Uh, then Amazing Spider-Man? Yep, that's still the same for you. Then Venom? Yep. Then Spider-Man, the then, then uh, Spider-Man 2. Yeah, that's that's your list, yeah. Okay, Vindicated. Yeah, you're definitely vindicated. You fucking nailed it. I am nailed something. I am wrong. I am right. I, I swear I'm right. Swear the, I knew it all. The reason I write these down is because I constantly change. <laughs> I, I don't stay the same. I was singing Dashboard Confessionals Vindicated. So hot. Which, which uh, in Spider-Man 2. All right. Oh, you know what? I think my list is actually going to change some here, Felk. And we'll say that a hero because... will save us. Not gonna stand in his way. I love that song. That's such a good song. Okay. Um. Okay. I think I got mine now. Okay. Look at this photograph. Other Nickelback songs. Number eleven is uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Number two. Number uh, ten is Spider-Man three. Number nine is Venom. Number eight is Venom. Let there be carnage. Number seven is Spider-Man two. Number six is Amazing Spider-Man. Number five is Spider-Man. Number four is Spider-Man: Homecoming. Number three is Spider-Man: No Way From Home. Number two, Spider-Man: Far From Home, and number one, Spider-Man: Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah, the Venoms are great, but they're still low on the list. <laughs> now we're gonna have to have Morbius. It's gonna be so much fun. They're barely time. better than than the than the Topher Grace Venom in, in your in your your eyes here. Yeah, but the uh, the, the Topher Grace Venom, um, that movie isn't. It's not about that Venom that makes that movie great to me. What makes that movie fun to me is it really is Sandman. I really enjoy, and I also love emo Peter. I know people I just, hate I, emo I, Peter. I, I, I look at Gwen Stacy and into the Spider Verse, and I just see the type of girl who would, wear, who would like hold up a sign that says "fuck white men." Oh, no, oh like, dude, nah. she looks like the perfect woman. Are you kidding me? No, but she only fucks black guys. They made that pick, very clear. Pick in the your movie. Gwen Stacy then. Pick your Gwen Stacy. You got you got you got Emma Stone. Oh, right? put Emma Stone you, you in Bryce that Dallas costume. Howard, and you got animated uh, Gwen Stacy. Who's your Gwen Stacy? Well, the animated ones, I think, like sixteen. Uh, but also, like, they they because of that, they don't play up. Look, okay, that that costume, Bryce, Emma or Haley. That costume, you 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 Google that costume cosplay, and you got like Jessica Negri and like the hot pot cosplayers. Yes. yes, asses look good in that costume. Yes, but they don't sexualize it in the 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 movie. 
obviously. So it's it's it, it's meaningless that it's there. Put <gasps> Emma Stone, however, in that costume, as many Photoshoppers have done, taking people at like Comic Con dressed in that costume but sexy, and just slap Emma Stone's face on it, and then you got the, my perfect my perfect uh, Spider Man experience. Oh my God! There's this. Um, uh, I just saw this. Uh, this art that was just done. Um, where someone like because their inspiration through uh, No Way Home. Oh, I see plenty of porn gifs on Pornhub of that of the Gwen Stacy model from No Way Home getting fucked. Yeah, I've seen that. I mean, they still do it. No, I don't mean that. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. I mean like this uh, uh, this 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 poster or whatever. That's all. I'm just saying it just looks. Let's good. see this That's poster. All. I'll put it in the dock there. Hang on. Boom. Oops. In the dock. No, I put I put a link in the dock. Sorry, <laughs> copy. <laughs> you always send links when you're yeah. supposed to give me images. There, it's in the dock. Where it's in the part dock? of it? Like, there you go. You're yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll fuck that. That'll be fun. Dude, for Andrew sure. Andrew can like, watch. He loves it. That's his favorite thing to do. All right. Okay. I think that's it. I think we've gone through the whole uh, Spider-Man world. Uh, this podcast started off sloppy and uh, high and stoned and drunk and it ended a little bit more sober because it's been three or four hours. Yeah. I had one I beer. <laughs> I loved it. I had a huge, huge Coke vodka. All right. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Just drinking Coke and snorting vodka, I guess. I love it. Mm. Cool boy nation. Give us your boys. <gasps> I mean, nobody's ever done that except Dorn and the like, uh, actual yeah. friends. Dorn, Noli. Yeah, Justin but those are our people we know. Well, that's only people that listen to this. <laughs> Start night maybe gave something. I don't know. Maybe throw alien did. I don't know. Spider Man No Way Home by emailing us at the Cool Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Did you have something to say? You looked like you had something to say there. No, no, no. You're reading credits. New episodes come out on Fridays. Yeah, well, you never interrupted me during credits. Never. Reads. I'd never do that. Train by day, cool boys podcast by night, all day, all night. Like and subscribe. The making and authorized distribution of this podcast allegedly supported 1,500 jobs and involved hundreds of thousands of work hours. Review us on Apple Podcasts. Best of all, great way to say screw you to the mainstream media. Screw Batman you. Batman and Beyond on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube. The filmmakers would like to gratefully acknowledge the original True Believer. Oh, yeah, this Please. is real, isn't it? This is real. A.V. Irad, whose vision <laughs> led the way to, to bring? <laughs> yes. What's it actually say? I think it was that to bring these bring these iconic characters to the screen it, like it, it actually had bring in parentheticals like that I can't remember okay. yes, I think so I wrote it down as fast as I fucking could China special <laughs> thanks publicity department of CPC Zing Gang Winger Autonomous Region Committee thank you for listening stay cool cool boy nation until next time it's Bizes from Felk and that's Bizes from Avi Arad Ballard hey. oh my god he is the true Hold savior on. We don't, of we this don't, we don't do easter eggs but I do need to know before we go away what was your favorite erotic novel from episode 237 by the way I read Bad Bear Santa's it had a much larger description than you probably thought and it had a little sexier than any other Bad Bear stuff I had it in well, the episode I, I, the Bad Bear wasn't sexy at all the, that was the no, no fighting that the was Santa the no one. fighting or no shifting in the bar but you didn't read the Santa one which was literally Christmas related when I was watching this for a Christmas episode I was like screaming like play the Bad Bear yeah Santa. but that was in June when I recorded it how did I know July. you'd be listening back to it in Christmas July yeah it was July past me um, had no way I read the Bad Bear Santa one actually on air and then I cut it out at the end because I ended it with it and then I was like you know what it's actually better to let Felk like just own the episode because you had the best version at the end whatever that last one was I forget it was the alphas or trained something by the alpha, by alpha the werewolf uh, king, the consort brilliant. of the werewolf king 
I loved it. I thought that one was amazing. That was, that was just a, basically a, a, a book of folk. I mean, if a character had been named Lance and Zane, if I changed the names. Yep. What was it? It was like uh, Tad or something? I can't remember. Uh, no. I was going to say Zan- Xavier Holt, but that's actually the bull rider, which you were way more into than I was. I did a good did job with the voices. Yeah. Did you, you listen oh, to I listened to the listen entire to episode. Yeah. Yeah, I, I look good. I have no idea how it sounds. I'm just talking over you. Um, no, I just want to so, hear your reaction to things. Yeah, it was fun. I liked it. It was a good episode. We should do all episodes of just re-listening to the last uh, two. When we get to episode 300, we should re-listen to the first 300 and comment as we listen to it. Everything is a commentary on the first 300. Just go to the next 600 commenting. Oh, no. Oh, I'm tired. That doesn't work in the podcast form, but sure. Let's do it. Um, no, I, it was trained by Alpha, and when yeah. you were like, I'll, next time Ballard's not around, I'll do trained by Alpha. I'll read more. You know what? If that's the case, for sure, please do that. But other than that, we need to read trained by Alpha together. Fuck that. That was great. Yeah, well, I did three, book three. Hey, good job with music, dude. You never do fucking music. And you're putting show topic themes in there, and you're putting fucking yeah, I actually added music that one. tracks. I mean, not really, because I did. I was, I was like initially going to, like, I'm going to do these perfect. I'm, I'm not going to fuck up. And then I fucked up, like, on the first one. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll just leave them in. Good. I'm well, not editing was, that out. It was nice. I liked it. Yeah. It's a fun episode. I got Scarlet for you there at the bottom there. That's the last one I did. Oh, I haven't looked at the chat in a second. Sorry. That's the last, oh. last one I saw, and I was like, I'm, I'm tired. It's just a that lot of like, people throwing in their old... That's Uma Thurman. That's not even... That's Scarlet. a lot of people throwing in their old fucking uh, Angelina Jolie's. It's like, yeah, but like she doesn't look like that in the Turtles. Whatever. Any age is fine. Okay. All right, we're done. Edit. Stop. You are standing American boy. You've excelled in all things. Oh, my God. You son of a bitch. See, I got a huge cock. Oh, my God. So you can run and tell that. God damn. Oh boy. Now I got damn seven. Get out of here. The whistles go. Woo!